Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Come on, pick and roll! 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only, Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota. Let's go places. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. All right, everybody. Good evening as we're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Did you know that 15 minutes could save you 15% or more in car insurance? What do you have to do? Just visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. Aaron Torres, Arnie Spanier, right here on Fox Sports Radio. Get a hold of us. Aaron underscore Torres. I'm at Stinkin' Genius 1. They're going to overtime, Torres, all tied at 112. What a night for, you know, Arnie, we are, I think, very blessed. I mean, yeah. I, I know there's a lot of people that maybe wouldn't want to work on a Saturday night, but we get to come on after all the biggest games. We are the first to react. We are in the middle of a potential. It's going to be a series swinging game one way or the other, regardless of, of the result. I think we're lucky, man. I really do. I enjoy being in this time slot for nights like tonight. Well, if we're going to take advantage by being in this time slot, let me just say this. Why is Chris Paul just dribbling around and then dribbles into a crowd and doesn't get the shot up? Why are you not putting the shot up? And two, why is the ball in your hands instead of James Harden's hands? You want to explain that to me? Uh, I don't have a good explanation because <laughs> if I did, I mean, look, uh, you know, I mean, if, uh, you know, it's hero ball is what it is. It's obvious. Look, it's not like Paul has the big points. I think it was like four of eight from the field. You're at the end of the game. Give the ball to Harden. 
Uh, and and but the play before that too, um, Chris Paul uh, Chris Paul threw the ball away. So like two of the last three trips, he's just been just worthless. So why would you do that horrible play at the end? They're gonna have to go to overtime right now. They are going to overtime. And uh, what, so what is your big takeaway from this game? Because my whole thing is Kevin Durant now forty one points. Yeah, I know uh, the the result could sway things. This guy is so awesome. One, I think he's the best player on the planet. The idea that we're going to give in a couple weeks the MVP to either James Harden or Giannis, this guy is so much better than basketball and everybody else. I think we're seeing it again tonight. Not only 41 points, six assists, including a couple big ones down the stretch, set up some key shots. Only point I'm trying to make, this guy— I guess the 11 rebounds doesn't count. Or no, he doesn't have 11. Excuse me, only three. I'm sorry. Go ahead. It's all good. The the point is, this guy is incredible. I know he is going to be the story in the NBA, not only through the rest of these playoffs, if Golden State advances, but into the offseason. I think he has surpassed LeBron as the best basketball player on the planet right now. Why does that have to be the big thing, though? Why is everybody all, you know, upset about that? Or, like, why does it have to be proven right now— that Kevin Durant's the best player on earth. Why can't we let the playoffs finish out, see how it comes out, see if Golden State gets another championship, and then we'll say, okay, now we figured it out. Kevin Durant is the best on earth. And I kind of agree with you right now. I think it's not a shame, but I think he deserves the MVP over a Harden or a Giannis. I agree with you on that. So why do we need to wait till the end of the playoffs if we know? Because, I mean, LeBron has has only won, what, one championship and four appearances against Golden State in the finals? We never disputed it with LeBron, so why do we have to wait for the finals for Kevin Durant? About, about being the MVP, is that what you're saying? No, just I, I just think that in the last couple mo- uh, last couple weeks, he has proven he is the best basketball player on the planet. I mean, what he did against the Clippers in a few of those big games, what he's doing tonight, the shots that he's making. Right. I, I just, I don't know, I just, I, I just... I love the sport of basketball, and he's doing things at seven feet that I've never seen a seven-footer do. As great as he's been through the years, I think he's just now starting to play his best basketball. All right, and by the way, as we get off on this Saturday night, like I said, Aaron underscore Torres, I'm at stinking genius one. By the way, um, how much better has he gotten now since he was at Oklahoma City? Because if he was so great, you'd think he'd get to let Oklahoma City do a championship. It probably should have, to be honest with you. Well, it's interesting because I think he has evolved as a player since he's gotten to Golden State. Um, But I've also, and I've said this. Or just had better players around them. Let's slow down there, huh? It doesn't hurt, but I think he would (laughs) have. Well, listen, they had Golden State up 3-1 to in a year where Golden State won 73 regular season games. And they should have won that series. And so I only bring that up to say, I think he would have eventually gotten one in OKC. I think he's that good. I know there's a lot of revisionist history now, especially with the way Westbrook has gone out three straight first rounds in the playoffs. I'm just saying, this dude is special. I do think he's playing his best basketball. I will say this, too. It's funny that you mentioned he's got better teammates. Remember, like, uh, year one, year two of the KD era? It was, oh, he's just trying to fit in, and it's still Steph's team. I don't think it's Steph's team anymore. I think it's KD's running the show. Steph is a really good player, a former MVP, but I think KD is the man. I don't think there's any dispute about that. No, but, but why can't it still be Steph's team? You know, it, I don't know. Like you said, Kevin Durant could be the best player on the team, but Steph is the face of the Golden State Warriors. Is, is, that fit, uh, uh, is that a better definition of what you're saying or no? I don't think so anymore. I think there are games where I don't want to say you forget Steph Curry is on the court, but, I mean, this is a two-time MVP that 
like I'm going to say it already, he's sort of a role player on this team. When when Golden State needs a big basket, they go to Kevin Durant. He plays oftentimes defense on the other team's best player, depending on who that is. I know that when you think Golden State, when you think this era, you think Steph Curry and Klay Thompson, but I'm talking right now. It's Kevin Durant's team, don't you think? You think Kevin Durant would put up the numbers he has this year if his if his teammates weren't Curry and Thompson, and but instead his teammates were Zion and Kyrie? <laughs> no, but you're you're laughing. You you heard about the New York Knicks? Did you hear what happened in Vegas? They put out the odds. The New York Knicks sixteen to one to win the NBA championship for the following year. So maybe they know something we don't, or they don't want to get burned. Uh, with with long shots out there in case they do go there, but I mean that's that's a big possibility. Well, I mean I'm just asking though. Oh, I think it's a huge possibility, and I know it's something that we're not only going to discuss throughout tonight's show, but throughout the next two three months as we head towards free agency. Uh, but yeah, no, it was. But, but let's be honest, Kevin Durant, Kyrie, and Zion, um, not quite on the same level as Steph Curry, Clay, uh, uh, and Kevin Durant. If if you kind of split them up. So you're 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 comparing the new big three in New York to right. to this current big three? No, listen, I don't think so because Zion would be a rookie, uh, and you have say. But he's you, so great, though. He's so great. He's the next big thing, you know. Well, he is the next big thing, literally and figuratively. No, I'm just kidding on that part. Uh, but no, I mean, like, I I think he's certainly the next big thing in terms of maybe the next big, really big star in the NBA. But he still would be in just his first year in the NBA next year, as opposed to. Right. Clay and Steph, who are in whatever, year seven, year eight, year nine right now. All right. Uh, let me give you a quick update. Uh, right now, the Rockets lead 119-118. It was 119-116. Durant went right to the bucket, got a layup, 119-118, 222 left, and James Harden is hurt. Not that that's going to be a big deal. Uh, limping a little bit, but I think he's going to be okay. Rockets are going to have a timeout. Rockets up by one. The, the whole season comes down to this, because we all know you get down 3 nothing, You're not winning. I mean, they're having a tough enough time as it is right now, but uh, they've got to get this to even think about um, winning the series. Yeah, 100%, Arnie. And, and it's kind of funny, because if you look at these playoffs, Golden State lost two games at home to the Clippers. They've actually been better on the road in these playoffs. And so I know there's this notion that a series a series doesn't start until the home team loses. It's like, nah, I think even if the Rockets win tonight, they're at a major disadvantage going forward because Golden State has played well on the road. They dominated those first two games at home. Uh, it's early, and obviously the series would be over unofficially if the Rockets were to lose tonight. But I still think even if the Rockets win, they have uh, an uphill battle because Golden State has been better on the road in these playoffs. All right, we got a bunch of tweets. Aaron underscore Torres. I'm at Stinking Genius 1. Of course, Michael says YouTube blanks. Uh-oh, Giannis, blanks. much better. Yeah, much better. Well, I don't want to read what he actually wrote. Uh, better than Durant. You'll all find that out in the NBA Finals. Hey, um, what did uh, Giannis shoot from three this year? Arnie, because I think it was like 26%. Right. Um, but he's also averaging, what, 27 a game or, or something to that effect. I mean, I don't know how you can be the best. And this is, and I've talked to our buddy Chris Broussard about this from the Odd Couple. I've talked to a lot of people. I don't know how you can be the best player in the world when you have such a glaring weakness in your game. Uh, it hasn't been exposed so far in these playoffs. But listen, Giannis is an incredible player. He's won one playoff series in his entire career. Can we pump the brakes a little bit? On Giannis, I feel like I feel like it's a little it's a little much right now. 
Well, he's not better than Kevin Durant. That's I just agree. the Giannis fans, obviously, you know, feeling good because he's going to win the MVP. Uh, does it make a difference if Giannis wins the championship this year? Yeah, I mean, listen, if he wins the championship, I mean, yeah, it changes a lot of things. But if I walk on the moon, it's a lot different <laughs> that I'm a lot different of a person. You know, like, 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 like he's won one playoff series. Let's pump right. the brakes on, oh, he's going to win a championship and he's the greatest ever. It's like... It's really hard to do this, and it's really hard, by the way, to go from having never won a playoff series to even making a deep run, let alone making the finals, let alone winning a championship. The guy's good. The guy's great. The guy is going to be one of the best players in the league for a very long time. He already is. But, like, Kevin Durant's the guy right now. I don't think it's even a debate. Eddie says, as uh, Chris Paul's the dirtiest player in the NBA to never make it to the finals, uh, on a jump ball, he deliberately jumps into Thompson three times. Uh, weak. Um, I don't know if he's the dirtiest player in the NBA. I'm not going to go and quite say that, but he certainly has his little tricks there, and you know what I mean? He certainly knows how to draw a foul. Uh, yeah, I mean, they all do on the Rockets, right? I mean, <laughs> yeah, that, that was a talking like point a class, for like five yeah. days straight was the, the, you know who else thinks the Rockets uh, are good at drawing fouls is the Rockets, since they had a 25-page report or whatever that they submitted right. to the NBA about how they were robbed of uh, last year's finals, but uh, I don't know, man. It's it's uh, This has been a fun series so far. I'll be curious to see where things go from here. Right now, Harden just hit one, looked like almost from half court. Yeah. Um, just, well, I guess he can see steps, again. Okay, yeah, a couple of steps behind three. I guess his eyes aren't bothering him. He nails it. Uh, Rockets now up uh, by six, 124-118. Uh, so it's looking pretty good right now. By the way. Uh, one twenty four, one eighteen, forty nine seconds left right now in overtime. You've been reading a lot of tweets. How about this one from Sean? The Aaron Torres Show featuring the Kiss of Death, best show on Saturday night. Turn down your NBA playoffs and turn on your iHeartRadio app. I like that. Wow. The Aaron I usually Tor- don't read the. I, I usually don't read the good ones. You notice that, right? The Aaron Torres Show featuring Arnie Spanier. I, I like. The, I didn't wait. Wait. I didn't see that, that one. I didn't see that one. You just liked it on Twitter. Don't tell me you didn't see that. I one. like all of them without reading it though. I like that. The Aaron Torres show featuring Arnie Spanier. I'm not so sure I dig that one. I'm well, not I'm not I'm not liking that. Doesn't roll off the tongue. Our listeners are they're 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 really, I think, locked in tonight. I, they're they're like uh they're like the Rockets. They're totally focused, they're ready to go. I like I like what Sean I like the the, the vibe he's putting out there tonight. Uh Aaron underscore Torres. I'm at Stinking Genius One. We'll come back. We'll get you a final. Uh, a little bit more about Kevin Durant, and we'll get to Kyrie also. Um, because right now, Celtics look like they're in trouble. So we'll get to all that coming up next right here on Fox Sports Radio. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only, Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, CNN's chief medical correspondent, and this is Chasing Life. 
three out of four U.S. adults are considered overweight or have obesity. 75% of Americans. Dr. Fatima Cody-Stanford. Our weight is one factor that plays a role in our health. But by itself, it doesn't give us the full story of who we are. We have to look at our full person. Listen to Chasing Life, streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Come on, pick and roll! 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. At Farmers Insurance, we know every windshield collision has a unique sound. Beetle. Bird poop. Drone. Seen it? Covered it. Talk to farmers. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. All right. Good evening, everyone. Aaron Torres, Arnie Spanier, right here on Fox Sports Radio. By the way, Discover alerts you if they find your social security on any one of thousands of risky websites. It's free for card members, so just sign up online at discover.com slash free alerts. Limitations do apply. Um, By the way, uh, they're asking us on Twitter, any chance we get to hear about the controversial ending of the Kentucky Derby? Let's Um, go. Well, we talk horse racing just about every week on this show, so uh, we are the horse racing experts. At least today we'll be the horse racing experts. I got to tell you something. I picked maximum security to win the Kentucky Derby. Kiss I think I'm, of death. Of course. I think I'm old for life in picking the Kentucky Derby. I'm watching with my wife. They're showing the view from the back end, as they're saying, down the stretch they come, or even a little bit before them. As maximum security goes wide, I immediately yelled to my wife, oh, they're going to nail him for that. I knew it right away that there was going to be a problem. Now, I didn't know they were going to actually overturn it and, you know, that they were going to take the win away. But I knew they were going to look at that. Really? Um, because, yeah, because fr- from behind, it looked so obvious. I thought he actually had bumped them, um, bumped the other horse, like, uh, you know, two spots over. But it wasn't quite that egregious. But I knew from the angle um, that there was going to be a problem from that. I could tell right away. Oh, my goodness. Arnie Horse Racing, huh? Yeah. I'm trying well, to think of the nickname for you. Yeah. Uh, let me tell you. Look, I don't think... Um, I would have overturned it and took the victory away from maximum security. I know they kept asking um, the different jockeys, trainers, and stuff like that, and the owners. Um, if this was a regular race, they probably would have overturned it. I don't know. It, it looked like they're, uh, he drifted over a couple of spots, but it didn't really affect the race. Like everybody kept saying on, on TV, the best horse did win. And, of course, now that's the big controversy for the Kentucky Derby that they took the win away from maximum security. By the way, um, 
Vegas took a bath on that. They went from winning millions of dollars, and we'll talk this over later on when Bernie Fratto will join us, to losing millions of dollars on a just quick change like that. So, um, because um, uh, Country House was 65 to 1. How about, how about them odds? Huh? That's not too shabby out there, Torres. Yeah. I mean, let me ask you a question. Did you know that there was instant replay in horse racing before today? No. I literally, I was watching the race, knowing that we're coming on air today, knowing. You mean, why, you mean that they could look at it again? Is that what you're asking me? Yeah, like well, I mean, I knew sh- there was inquiries. There's always been inquiries, and the I and guess. they would look at that. Yeah, so, I'm just I, saying, like I, yeah. I, I, look, we all, yeah, maybe a photo finish, okay, whatever that yeah. we've seen that before. I had no idea you could do this. Like, and I'll I'll take this one step further. And I know we are America's home for late night horse racing, Fox Sports Radio, Spanier and Torres, or. The Aaron Torres show with Arnie Spanier. Yes, and yeah, 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 that, that sounds so good. Yes. I thought this was like NASCAR. I thought that was part of the strategy was to box out other, you know, because in like NASCAR, that's part of the actual right. strategy is to box out other competitors, stuff like that. Uh, maximum security. I, I don't I don't know if we have audio from him at the uh, at the podium <laughs> after the race, but I, I didn't think that was illegal. I didn't yeah. know. I, I, I thought that was part of the strategy to, to box other horses out. I, look, I, I know going wide there was going to be a problem, I, again, but I didn't just think they were going to take the win away from them. So um, I'll be curious to see if there's any aftermath about this. I heard that the uh, owner was going to petition, not that that could do anything, because everybody's already received their money and everybody's moved on from that. But the Kentucky Derby, uh, with a little controversy there at the end, is, by the way, is it still the best two minute in sports? Uh, do you still go ahead and watch that? Is it must-watch TV, the Kentucky Derby, or have we gotten over that? Listen, I'll tune in because I know it's two minutes. The 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 forty seven <laughs> two hours, forget about it. The huh? forty seven hours of pre race coverage. Oh, jeez, little much for me. I'm not gonna lie. I woke up at like seven a.m. to breakfast from Churchill Downs. I'm like, I I, I need like ten minutes before the race. Just just let me know when the race is about to start. So yeah, uh, that that was like what like five hours of pre race and this that and the other and yeah, way too much. I, I I have to agree with you on that. So, do you think they got it right though? Because I it felt like if that's the rule, then they did call it kind of appropriately, you know? Yeah, I guess if if that's the rule, I didn't know that was the rule though. I felt like you said because it's always been bumping, and you'll see some of the horses kind of go wide anyway. I just not usually that wide, so that's why I was surprised about that. That that's why I was surprised that they took away the win. But uh, yeah, I'm sure a lot of a lot of people weren't happy. Just the ones that went ahead and bet uh, Country House. They're the ones that were sitting there all happy with their tickets. Um, you want to get in Aaron underscore Torres. I'm at Stinking Genius 1. The Rockets win. They hold on. 126-121. The ending absolutely fascinating because it was the same score, 126-121. And Draymond Green sent a nasty pick, but a legal pick. I do want to say that. A legal good pick. It freed up Steph Curry, who goes right down the middle of the court, nobody around him, and misses the slam dunk. Rockets get the rebound. Game over. They don't foul. What an embarrassment to Curry. Why, why couldn't he just lay it in there, Torres? Well, I'll tell you this. It goes back to what we were talking about in the first segment. Kevin Durant finishes the game 46 points, 6 for 10 from 3, 12 for 12 from the free throw line. Yeah. Steph Curry, 17 points on 7 of 23, shooting 2 for 9 from the three-point line. Listen, it, not a great night for Golden State. 
I think it proves, one, KD is the best player in the world, and two— Wait, no, 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 no. One game doesn't prove you're the best player in the world, does it? I mean, you're not going to tell me, oh, look at this game. Uh, now it proves that Kevin Durant's the best player in the world because Steph Curry had an off game. Let's back up here. He had an off game. He's having an off everything. I mean, well, I understand on. that, but you're not going to tell me just one game. I mean, look, LeBron also got hurt. You're going to say, well, look what LeBron did when he was hurt. I mean, you, you can't. If, if Kevin Durant had a bad game, you wouldn't say, well, he's not the best in the world anymore because he only had 23 points or something. Here is Kevin Durant's last couple games 46 and 6. The other night he had 29 in an easy win, 35 the other day, 50 in a closeout game against the Clippers, 45 in game five against the Clippers. So it's not a one-game thing. Let me ask you this, Arnie. Yeah. The Rockets. Tonight was obviously, it goes without saying, as we referenced a minute ago, an absolute must win. The fact that it took until overtime, the fact that Steph Curry had one of the worst performances of his playoffs in the last couple of years – I actually think tonight's a positive for Golden State. Like, think about everything that had to go wrong, and they still had a chance to win this one late in regulation. I think this doesn't change my opinion at all. I still think Golden Why State— was it, was it a positive when the Rockets lost the first two by four and six points? Well, I think if you watched both games, I, I think especially game two, game two was never in doubt. I mean— it was obviously, look, I know a lot of stuff happened. Harden gets poked in the eye. He leaves for a while. Houston actually played better without Harden, I thought, for big stretches in game two. But I don't think that game was really close. But this one, Golden State, I mean, they had chances late uh, to win this game in regulation. I think it's a positive for Golden State that they they only, quote-unquote, only lost in overtime in a game that the Rockets, if the Rockets were going to give, quote-unquote, their best shot it was going to be tonight, and Golden State still had a chance to win it late. Next thing you're going to know, Rockets tie this thing up at two apiece, and you're going to look back and say, oh, the Warriors are going to take it game three, and now they let them back in the series. They're not going to look at this. They're not going to look at the score. They're not going to look at it in overtime. You don't They're think going to so? look at one thing. They're going to see, okay, it's two games to one. Now we've well, got to take game four. That's what they're going to be looking well, at. Well, exactly. They're going to say we got to take game four, of course. But I think I think St- Steve Kerr is going to sit there in the film There's room. There's no momentum coming in from game three I to game totally four. I totally disagree. I no, totally no. disagree. You have a chance to win that game late. Steph, especially on the road. Steph, Exactly. You have no, a no, chance. No, especially there's no momentum from game three to game four, especially on the road. I completely disagree. Yeah. You have a chance to win that game. Steph Curry plays one of the worst games that he's played in the playoffs in recent years. By the right. way, Clay Thompson, not great either. Six for 16 from the field, two right. for six from three. And you have a chance on the Rockets' home court. I think Steve Kerr looks at that film and says, one or two plays, we win this in regulation, we're up 3-0. I, I think that there is a lot of positives for the Warriors to take out of this one. Aaron underscore Torres. I'm at Stinking Genius One. Let me get to One Neck who said, did Arnie say Zion is the next big thing? This coming from the same clown who said the NBA lacks stars. Basketball is built to, uh, to make stars because the game allows you to express your creativity. Creativity Arnie never had. Hashtag biased. I actually said I didn't believe that Zion was going to be the next big thing. And I think I've proved myself that the NBA lacks stars because the playoffs were down um, 26% in ratings. And we went through this last week, um, Aaron. We, we said, you know, who are the people that really move the dial, must watch players? We came up with about four or five. That's really it. Totally agree. I totally yeah. agree. It Right now it's Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant, you got to tune in to see what he's doing. Uh, LeBron obviously always moves the needle. And then after Harden. that. Yeah, Harden. Like Westbrook, great statistically, but I think we're kind of, we've seen what we've seen from him. Giannis, I don't think he's there yet. 
Kyrie, I don't think he's there. I don't think Kyrie is a guy that everybody rushes home from what they're doing on a Friday night to watch Kyrie. Right. I think it's those couple guys. It's those two, three, four guys. Maybe Curry, as much as we've been bashing him, because he's won two MVPs, he's been doing it for a while. But, yeah, there's a reason that ratings have been down in these playoffs. And there's there's a number of reasons, actually. But I think it's that while while the NBA is really good on social media, they have really good uh, followings for their players outside of basketball, I don't know how many people are bringing in casual fans or casual fans are saying, I got to tune into this game. Uh, Paul says the Kentucky Derby stopped being relevant when the horse – uh, when that horse that no one remembers won the triple crown a few <laughs> years ago, it's now just an excuse for 150,000 people in Louisville to get hammered. I agree 100% with that one, Torres. Why do you got to be in Louisville to get hammered? I mean, I was having well, a you few don't have mint to. juleps at uh, 9 a.m. No, have you had a mint julep? You know, I, I don't think I have because everyone just was trashing them all day on social media. I feel like yeah. I would know if I've had a mint julep. I've had a taste of one. I think I'd rather drink WD-40. Really? Uh, than, than drink a mint julep. Just not my drink, just not my thing, you know? Is it Some me? people swear by it, but I'm not the guy that will drink a mid julep, uh, dress up in pinstripes, and wear some crazy hat. That, that's oh, not my thing, come though, on. You, know? you would. Thing. If you got invited down to Louisville, you would. You saw Tom Brady with his six championship yes, hat on and today? Did, the suit didn't look very good on him. I want you to know that. You know what? When you have six championships, a supermodel <laughs> wife, $250 million in the bank, where everything looks good on you, baby. Uh, we'll get more into the Rockets-Golden State game, and I want to get more into Kyrie. Plus, there's a couple of other series going on in the NBA. First, though, let's check in with the Sager, see what's trending out there. What's going on, the Sager? Good evening, gentlemen. I didn't give you the weekend off this weekend again. Oh, my goodness. You don't have the power to do that one way wow. or the other, so thank you very much. By the way, How about that? I picked the winner, and he got disqualified. <laughs> first time ever. Actually, I have seen a couple of people who did pick the winner. They had the 65-1. to 1. Just wow. and what do you know? It came about. Somebody, uh, a website tweeted tonight. So a championship winner in Kentucky had his victory overturned. But enough about Rick Pitino. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> the newspaper in Louisville, by the way, the Courier Journal put it best tonight. It said the stewards who made this ruling after video review did their duty and did horse racing a service because this is a sport that had been under siege, quote, after the rash of racetrack fatalities. And this yeah, rule is, is on the books. What does the other, though? What is, what is the deaths of horse, a horse? Because this with- rule is on the books for cutting people off and causing mass casualties, so to speak, a big collision, which is what it would have been. Maximum security's movements did not at all impact the second place horse, that, the winner. That's like, that's like saying all the police force get out there and write everybody jaywalking tickets. That's the law. That's the law. <laughs> Come on now. Come on. Uh, it did It did not affect, uh, was it Country House that was 65 no. to 1, but it did right. affect uh, the two others who were cut right. off. One who had no momentum after that, lost four or five lengths immediately. So yeah. the Derby goes to Country House after the disqualification of the first place finisher. First time the Derby's first place horse is not the winner, DQ'd. Now to the NBA playoff game that went overtime at Houston tonight. Warriors lead the second round series two games to one now because the Rockets beat Golden State 126-121. James Harden 41 points. Eric Gordon scored 30. P.J. Tucker with 12 rebounds. Kevin Durant with 46 points in the loss. And Steph Curry missed a dunk with 20 seconds left in overtime. And then down by five. Golden State didn't foul for the last well, 20 seconds. Right. Well, they were so demoralized after Steph Curry couldn't make a slam dunk. I could have made that slam Were dunk. we not just here on last Saturday night show with yep. the way the Spurs ended their season? <laughs>
Let's look up. Well, we're losing. Let the last 20 uh, seconds go. That was even worse with the Spurs because that was their last game, for crying yeah, out loud. Yeah. In the NHL playoffs, a couple of series started the night tied at two games apiece, but Boston scored late to win its game 5-4-3 over Columbus. And currently it's still scoreless late in the second period, Avalanche at Sharks. As for NASCAR, tomorrow's 400 at Dover will be on FS1, 2 p.m. Eastern time. Chase Elliott will start from the pole. And to Major League Baseball, just a couple of games still going. Manny Machado with two home runs against the Dodgers tonight, but Max Muncy of L.A. has hit a three-run shot for the lead, and now it's Dodgers 6, Padres 5. Padres do have bases loaded in the bottom of the sixth inning, though, and the Mets are in the bottom of the 15th. Wow. Still playing at Milwaukee. It's tied to... Two Cubs earlier won their sixth in a row, a 6-5 comeback against St. Louis. Back to the show in 10 seconds, but first a word from Farmers. At Farmers Insurance, we know a roof can withstand a lot. One exception being an airborne car. Seen it, covered it. Talk to Farmers. We are Farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance, Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. And we have boxing in Vegas starting up in a few minutes. Canelo yeah. Alvarez against Daniel Jacobs. Middleweight. Oh, it's not Butterbean? Uni- unification about slightly <laughs> better than that. Daniel Jacobs, by the way, was over the limit at this morning's That's weight check. The yeah. fight is still on, but Jacobs takes a financial hit. Meanwhile, many millions and millions and millions of dollars for Canelo Alvarez, of course, on Cinco de Mayo weekend fighting. And, of course, a pro-Mexican crowd in Vegas for this one tonight. Alvarez 51-1 and with two draws in his career. Back to you. All right. Thanks a lot to Sager. We're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Remember now, it's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with GEICO. All you have to do is go to GEICO.com or give them a call, 1-800-947-AUTO. And the only hard part, well, that's figuring out which way is easier. You want to get a hold of us, Aaron underscore Torres. I'm at Stinking Genius 1. And, uh, of course, it's two games to one now in favor of Golden State. We do have other series. Portland-Denver, what did you make of the quadruple yeah, quadruple overtime go. game? Unbelievable, huh? Unbelievable. Uh, I would love to know how many people stayed up to watch the end because uh, it ended really late. Yeah, here on the East Coast, it wasn't happening for me. I no? got to tell you that. Yeah, oh, no, way too late. So way too late. We're not going to break down the final like six possessions of quadruple overtime because well, I, really... I did. Well, no, I did see it and stuff like that, and I did watch it again. But I mean, it was just t- to watch it live. It's just way too late, which is always the problem with the NBA with these West Coast games. Um, you can't stay up on the East Coast to watch it if you want to. It's just way too late. No, I know. I mean, this is the reason. This is another reason why I think the ratings have been down in the regular season and in the postseason is because all of the marquee kind of teams and players, LeBron James specifically and the Golden State Warriors, are all on the West Coast. And I think a lot of people just couldn't stay up to watch a lot of these games. Last night, uh, I'd be curious how many people listening, you know, you can chime in on Twitter, like how many people actually stayed up for this because, listen, I live on the West Coast and it wasn't easy to stay up for this one. So, wild game. I think Portland has completely seized control of this series. I don't know how Denver recovers from something like that. How happy is the NBA and the commissioner that the Rockets got the win today <laughs> to make it two games to one instead of three nothing because at three nothing ratings go right down the toilet. You can hear them just getting flushed down the toilet at two games to one. Um, it's certainly salvageable. There's no doubt about that. Yeah, and of course, game one or game four, excuse me, in this series is on Monday. I mean, for that series to potentially be over on Monday. Uh, would not have been good for the NBA. Obviously, it wouldn't have been good for the for the Warriors to go up 3-0. Listen, I stand by what I said a minute ago. 
I think it was. I think it's a good sign for the Warriors. Um, Steph Curry doesn't play well. Clay Thompson doesn't play well. This game still ends up in overtime with the Warriors having a chance to win. I think it's a positive for the Warriors, but to answer your question, Arnie, I think it's a positive for the NBA that the Rockets didn't win this game. By the way, do you want to apologize to me now, or do you want to wait a little bit more? You badgered me for a year Uh-oh. saying that you told me Kawhi Leonard was going to go to L.A. Um, I'm feeling okay that he's going to end up in Los Angeles after this year. No, and, no, 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 no. Wait no, a no, second No, no, no. You don't now. want to apologize on that? No. You went and spent your life savings on a <laughs> Lakers championship uh, ticket for 2019. Yeah. I don't know how that's going to cash out for you. Because you oh, were, but you still think wait wait, but you still think Kawhi Leonard's going to come after this year? I think he might come to L.A. I don't think it'll be with the Lakers. I think it'll well, be I did say I did say L.A. I didn't. Say no, LA. you no, said no, the just, Lakers. I, I did, well, if he does come to L.A., I still think it's going to be the Lakers, though. But you were convinced halfway through the season that he wasn't going to leave Toronto; that he was going to stay with the Raptors. No, I wasn't convinced. What I was convinced of yeah. is. What you were trying to tell America, and thankfully you're the kiss of death and nobody listens to you, but... (laughs) Oh, they listen. They just love going opposite. Yes. You were like... It was the same thing with... There's no reason for anyone other than the Lakers to trade for Kawhi. It's inevitable that he ends up in L.A. So I didn't disagree with that. I do kind of agree that I don't think he's going to stay in Toronto long term because this team has a lot of holes besides him. But uh, I think maybe he'll end up as a Clipper, especially with the way the Clippers played last round against the Warriors. By the way, what are you thinking of that series right now? Uh, Toronto, Philadelphia, kind of the, the the left out series, kind of about the series like we're not paying attention to, you know? Yeah. Um, well, I think Philly's the better team. And I know we were kind of just talking about this a minute ago with Giannis is the idea of going from never winning a playoff series to having like long-term success in the NBA. And so I think with the Sixers, I think everything kind of came a little too easy fast for them last year, right? They beat Miami in the first round. It was, oh, they're the team to beat in the East. And then they get run out of the gym by uh, Boston last year. So I think having that loss under their belt has been good for them. They look really good right now. Would you say they're the favorite in the East right now, Philly? Or I, you, I, would, I was going to say Boston, but now the fact that Boston's down to Milwaukee, and Milwaukee looks so good on the road in Game 3, but I was like, okay, here comes Boston. They took Game 1. They take one more of that series over, and I think they're better than Philadelphia, but uh, how quickly things change in just a couple of games. Right now, I, I have to agree with you. I think Philadelphia is probably the best in the East. Milwaukee second, Boston third right now. I don't disagree with that at all. And the thing about the 76ers, too, which is interesting, is I was watching that game the other night when they beat the Raptors. I think we forget that that team, they're still kind of figuring each other out and still getting better. They had a wild stat that the starting five, which is obviously Embiid, Ben Simmons, Jimmy Butler, Tobias Harris, and J.J. Uh, Redick, they've only played 17 games together. Wow. Because, yeah, Tobias Harris got traded late. Right. Well, yeah, they got traded late in the season. And Embiid got hurt at various points and missed games. And so I still – so I they're the weird team where we don't think of a team getting better at this time of the season, but I think as they get more comfortable with each other, they're only going to get better. I'm with you. I think they're the favorite in the East. I'm not a big Simmons fan. Really? Yeah, I'm not a big. I, I have no need for a guy who really can't shoot the basketball, and and just about everybody in the NBA could shoot the basketball, and 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 he's like one of the few that has the ball in his hands that I have no confidence in his jump shot. Yeah, no, and and that's kind of why I do think they're the favorites in the East, but I don't think that they can beat a Golden State. I don't even think they can necessarily beat the. Um, 
the Rockets if they were to play them for that exact reason is, look, at some point you can get away with it in the early rounds, uh, having kind of a limitation, a liability like Ben Simmons. Um, but I don't think as the as the, the playoffs go on, teams are going to continue to let him just do what he's been doing. He's actually been playing really well, 10.7 assists the other night uh, and seven rebounds against the Raptors. I just think at some point it's going to catch up with them. You can't have, as you just alluded to, Arnie, a primary ball handler with that big of a hole and not catch up with you. Can Kyrie lead the Celtics back against Milwaukee? We'll get to that. Coming up next, Aaron Torres, Arnie Spanier, right here on Fox Sports Radio. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only, Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscored team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscored.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Allison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very of all slow. The, of all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Allison. Thank you. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is gonna be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. At Farmers Insurance, we know the sound of a perfect hot air balloon landing. And a less than perfect one. Seen it, covered it. Talk to farmers. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance, Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. All right, good evening, everyone. Aaron Torres, Arnie Spanier. We're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. You get a hold of us at Aaron underscore Torres. I'm at Stinking Genius One. Um, right now, a couple of baseball games, and we have some hockey. Mets Brewers tied it too. They're in the top of the 16th right now. Wow, Torres. Maybe they should do the thing where if you're in the 11th or 12th inning, have a runner start on second base and work it from there. You know what I mean? 
Uh, I know you're being sarcastic, but that no, is no, no, no. That was one of the rule. Uh, yeah, pro- pro- rule. Oh. One of the ru- proposed rule changes. I know it's one of the proposed rule changes. It's just dumb, and I don't. I don't think you really want that, do you? I wouldn't have a problem with that. Actually, oh, you know, what, would you well, to have it go 16 innings? What's wrong with having a guy on second base? Well, wait a minute. We do that in college football when we have overtime. We put the ball on the 25 yard line. Yeah, um, that's a we dumb don't have too. Or you don't like that? You don't like the way college football overtime is? Not really. I'll tell you this, by the way. Fun it's fact: better than about, the NFL. Fun fact about your boy: I've been to the longest game in Angels history. It was like 17 innings, Red Sox, a few years ago. So I've sat through one of those. Like, right? It's baseball. Nothing's perfect. Like, like so. If uh, you know, last night's game, four overtimes. We're gonna remember that game forever. What? So should should we take player? Like, should we after the third overtime go three on three to make the game better, or take one guy off on defense? Like, no, no you don't understand. Like, First of all, you know, you're talking about make the game better. We do this to all the sports. I don't hear you complaining. When we make changes in the NFL, when we have scoring, where we say don't hit the defenseless receiver, don't touch the quarterback, um, we're trying to add the scoring. Um, look at the changes that they want to implement in baseball. Look at some of the changes they want to implement in, in, in basketball. Uh, Commissioner Silver was saying maybe we'll go from 48 minutes to 40 minutes. Maybe we'll cut down on the games. Um, they're coming up, they have to come up with all types of stuff. You've got to make the game quicker, and you can't have baseball going into 16 innings. People aren't going to watch the whole thing. Well, how many games go into 16 innings, though? Like one a year in the entire league? No, but, you you know, three-hour games. That's why they're trying to limit managers going out to the mound. And there's a three-mound limit and, um, you know, stuff like that. And they go right to the commercial. They got to speed up the game. And times have changed now. You can't, can't keep it the way it is. Um, Leo says, tell that punk uh, stinking genius. If he ever, ever disrespects the legend and beat again, Uh-oh. he'll get a steel toe in the blank. So Wow. Coming wow. in hot, Leo. Yeah, what, you what know, do, you do something first before we start putting him on that level. Maybe, yeah, maybe he can stay healthy for like three games in a row before we start calling him wow. like the next Kareem, you know? I mean, is that uh, too much to ask? No, no, that's not too much to ask at all. Paul says... Uh, Toronto may be a huge city, but it's the Siberia of the NBA. Nobody pays attention to it. Leonard should get out of there ASAP. That's pretty funny. Did you yeah. see, did you see uh did you see Chris Broussard yesterday on the herd? Uh, no, he, tell me. He goes, Listen, let's be honest. The Raptors are soft. All of Canada is soft. Drake is a great rapper, but he's soft. It was I don't know if we have the audio somewhere we could pull up. It was unbelievable. It was just like Chris, I don't know where he got that from or what what prompted it. It was unbelievable radio, though. So funny again. Aaron underscore Torres. I've been stinking genius one, and one neck won't let it die. But uh, because he's, I, I keep arguing about the NBA. He said the NBA set another attendance record for four years in a row. Don't worry about the NBA. Baseball World Series has Boston and Dodgers down TV ratings. Well, I guess he doesn't want to bring up the fact that the NBA playoffs down. 26%. Have we got an update on that one, Aaron? By the way, that was what the early round. Yeah, that it was down twenty six percent. I've got to assume it's doing a lot better. Yeah, now. I think it's actually up uh, pretty significantly for this round. But I wonder right. how much well, of it significantly from last year or from just, last yeah. year. But I wonder if it's only because we're getting Rockets Warriors because that's the series everybody wanted to see. It could have been the Western Conference Finals. It could have been the first round. It could have been the second well, round. Whatever it is, that's me, the, you know the Sagers actually got it real quick. Mm-hmm. Sager, what are the, what are the latest numbers for this round? Uh, the Warriors games are rating well this postseason. However, of the other forty broadcasts, thirty six of the forty have declined from last year. 
Wow. If you exclude the Warrior games, first plus second round so far through Thursday, 36 out of 40 are down. So, well, why would the Warrior games go up, though? I mean, it's the same as last because, year, though. Listen, People love watching the Warriors. The, the, they're the draw. They're the draw. People either love them or they hate them. And this proves our point, Arnie. People claim, oh, Giannis. I don't care how many Instagram followers Giannis has. He doesn't draw people to the TV. Russell Westbrook, we've seen the deal. Dame Lillard, he's awesome. He doesn't draw people to the TV. It's the Warriors, it's LeBron, and that's basically it. Wow, 36 of the 40 broadcasts down in ratings. Let that marinate for a little bit. One hour in the books. We're just flying on by. You want to get in. Aaron underscore Torres. I'm at Stinking Genius 1. And plus, open up the phone lines. 877-99 on Fox. 877-996-6369. We'll come back. uh, Reset all that. Plus, I want to talk about 36 of the 40 broadcasts being down. So we'll get into that. Coming up next here on Fox Sports Radio. All right, everybody, good evening as we're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Did you know that 15 minutes could save you 15% or more in car insurance? What do you have to do? Just visit geico.com for a free rate quote. He's Aaron Torres. I'm Arnie Spanier. Get a hold of us at Aaron underscore Torres. I'm at Stinking Genius One. Of course, Aaron out in Los Angeles. I'm in the great state of Vermont. By the way, uh, Aaron, I even hate to even bring this up. What do you got? For lack of a better name, coming up this summer, we do this every year, the Vermont Senior Games are coming up. Okay. Yeah, All right. I, I, I even should have said nothing the way you're laughing. Say, I know you're the way you're to... laughing right now, I can tell I shouldn't even have brought it up. Is this another one of your midlife crisis things? Because we talked about last week, you, yes. you talked about purchasing blue pills and there was all kinds of weird <laughs> conversation going on. So I don't know if this is part of it too or no, not. No, no, no. The Vermont Senior Games are coming up. Okay. And one of the events, it's like a Olympics type of thing. One of the events is three-on-three basketball because I guess – you can't five. You can't find guys old enough that could run full court. Sure. Um, and the age groups are like fifty to fifty-four, fifty-five to fifty-nine, sixty to sixty-four, sixty-five to sixty-nine, all the way up to over a hundred. I guess there's some people that still play. I can't find anybody in my age group to play uh, three on three with me. I, I feel like. Um, I'm just going to have to play by myself. Yeah, because they're all and, dead. That's wow, all I'm going to say. They're all see, the ce- why do I bring it up? They're all at the cemetery. That's the problem. Why do I bring it up? I think, because let's face it, nobody's as good as me who's over 55 years old. I'm 56. I think I could take a, th- a team of three people and beat them one on three. And you just, think and, so, huh? I think I could. I, I think, well, I can't find anybody to play with, so I... I think I could do it. I think I could beat them one out of, one on three. So who are you going to play against if there's nobody that no, you can even play with? Well, there's other guys that I used to play basketball with. They're, um, and I even hate to bring this up, they're, they played the thing called the Golden Oldies. But I would <laughs> dominate so badly that I stopped playing with them. They were just no good. So I figured those guys are the ones playing in the senior league. They have basketball, tennis, ping pong, uh, golf. Track and field, swimming, you know, stuff like that. All the how usual many, events. How, first of all, there's only like 11 people that live in Vermont to begin with. How do you... Oh, how many of them are over 50? Yeah. Huh? What is going on? I'm so confused by all of this. I need to... I, I'm just wondering if, if anybody's over 55 and wants to play and they're near Vermont and you can make it up this summer and want to play three on three, let me know. Do you have to be a Vermont citizen to play? No, no. I, well, no, because obviously you need people that are over 55. I need the whole entire country. To try to find two other people. I don't think I can. I was going to ask my buddy Steve-O to play. 
Okay, Steve-O. Steve-O Kerr? Oh, right. I've yeah. heard of him. Come on, man. Come on. 53. I call him Steve-O. You know, I, you call him Mr. Kerr, but I, y- I call You call him Steve-O. Steve-O. He calls you, who are you again? Yes, exactly. But I mean, that's what we called him in high school. It was Steve-O. Oh, By the okay. way, th- don't think we wouldn't dominate me, Steve-O. Who else? Just I don't doing... know. Is, is there somebody at Fox Sports that's like in their face? Isn't Gary Payton in his 50s? Can I ask him to play? Dennis Rodman, former teammate. He's got to be about 50 by now, right? Yeah, but does he work at Fox Sports? I don't think he's at Fox Sports. Steve Kerr doesn't work at Fox Sports. No, but he's you know my high school and college buddy. We're BFFs. I, you know, I could definitely get him. Just get one of our NBA analysts to come on and, and, play, uh, and play with us. Dennis Rodman's 57. You could definitely... Is he 57? Yeah. Can you imagine me, Steve-O, and Dennis? I could you and Dennis Rodman have a lot in common. You're both a little bit out there, not sure all the, you know, not sure all the, uh, you know, uh, everything's uh, aligned properly upstairs. But hey, we still like you. Know, I'll most. let you know how it goes when it happens this Please summer. Don't. Like I said, if you're near Vermont, you want to. I'm not kidding around. I'm, I am. I am trying to find two other guys in my age group. It's it's very tough right now. You know that. It's, yeah, I, w- I wish you the best of luck. Uh, <laughs> I, like I said, I don't know how many of them aren't six feet under dirt right now, but I still wish you luck. Wow, come on. It's not that bad. I told you when I was playing with the Golden Oldies, one of the guys there was 87. <laughs> yeah. And I knocked him to the ground by accident. I felt horrible. They call- like, oh. Yeah, they called him Junior. He was the youngest guy on the team, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> I thought I broke his hip. I'm like, oh, no, he's down. He broke his hip. I can't help him. All right, we got a lot to get to. Like I said, Aaron on the score, Torres. I'm at Stinking Genius 1. Um, the Rockets win. Big victory, obviously, because they have to go ahead and get back in this series. They lose that. They're down 3 nothing. They're back in it now two games to one. Torres, you think there's momentum. Um, between this game and Golden State should feel good about themselves because the game went into overtime. Um, I mentioned that uh, Houston didn't feel so great about themselves losing by four and six. That did nothing for them. I don't think there's any momentum going from game three to game four. Uh, losing in overtime means nothing other than they uh, blew a chance to go ahead and finish off the series. I completely disagree for right. the reasons that I've referenced is that you look at this game like Kevin Durant was phenomenal, and we spent a lot of time talking about him in the first hour. But Steph Curry, 7 for 23 from the field, 2 for 9 from 3. Klay Thompson, 6 for 16 from the field. So overall, 13 for 39 from the two of them. I just think that you're on the road. Everybody knows this is the Rockets' must-win game. They're going to throw the kitchen sink at you. And you still have a chance in regulation to win that game. It goes to overtime. You end up falling. I just think that Steve Kerr can pull up the tape and say, hey, we clean up one or two of these things going forward. Uh, we have a chance to win that game, go up 3 nothing. I think it's a positive sign when you're on the road. I think you could have said the same thing about Boston and Milwaukee when Boston took the first game on the road up one nothing. Um, you could say, well, it's over, right? They're, they took the first game. They... All they really needed was a split. They'll go and take two at home, yet they find themselves down two games to one right now. This is Boston you're talking about? Yeah, the Celtics. Yeah, but they also um, – Boston I, – I, listen, I think Boston should feel better because they did get that win on the road in Milwaukee. Now, I know they're down 2-1, to yeah. one, but they've proven that they can not only beat the Bucks but beat them on the road, whereas if you're the Rockets, I know the first two games were hypothetically close, but let's be honest, that second game wasn't close at all. The first one was – was pretty close right down to the wire. Um, but the second game wasn't close. And the Rockets, I just think that the Rockets absolutely had to have this game. It was the best game that they were going to play in this series, you would think. And the numbers reflected, by the way. They shot 48% from the field, 18 for 42 from three, which is almost 
uh, 43%. I just think if that was the best version of the Rockets and the Warriors had a chance to win it without Clay or Steph playing particularly well, I just think that's a good sign going forward. I got to read what Paul sent in. The big match at the Vermont Senior Games will be Arnie and Bernie Sanders squaring off in a heated lawn bowling match. Oh, God. Bernie plays basketball. Maybe I get him on my team. He's a little older than me, but I get him on my team. You should feel the burn. I can I see, see him it. around town all the time, by the way. It's Do so you? funny. Oh, yeah. You... you see him all the time. You know, it's just he's just walking around. We're like, hey, Bernie, come take a picture with us. So. Um, yeah, we'll uh, we'll see how that works By out. By the way, uh, yeah. I was going to say, you know who else is in that that age range? Ben Cohen and Jerry Greenfield. You know who they are? Ben, yeah, and, ben and Jerry. Jerry. Yeah, listen, one keeps get, one gets arrested all the time because he keeps protesting. Okay, well, listen, you need a little edge. You need a, that. Sounds like the kind of guy that'll throw some elbows in the paint. I'm just one, saying. One of our listeners locally here just stopped by our local station and dropped off a whole boatload of Ben and Jerry's ice cream. Because he works there. If you work at Ben and Jerry's here in town, you at the end of the day you get to take home three free pints um, every day. You've told me that. That sounds yeah. terrifying. <laughs> I mean, I, I know I you know, just give it away. You don't have to eat it all. You know. I was gonna say that's that's how you put on your winter. Uh, you know, thankfully there's no yeah. beaches. You don't have to get a beach body when you only have one week of summer every year. Right, exactly, exactly. But you, you put on a little spare tire there eating three pints of ice cream a day every day. Our, our station has a freezer full of Ben and Jerry's. Now, uh, you heard the Sager bring up that 36 of the 40 broadcast down in ratings in the NBA playoffs in the uh, second round, I believe, or, or yeah, in the second said, round. Or, yeah, the second round. 36 and, of 40 that don't involve oh, the Warriors. Not including Golden State. Yep. Because the four Golden State games, they are up. Uh, if that's not a big problem for the NBA, then I don't know what is. I mean, here it is, playoff time. You need more than just one team as your go-to team. In the NFL, it makes no difference if it's the playoffs, whether it's the Patriots, the Kansas City Chiefs, or a wild card game between um, two teams You know that were number six and number three or whatever it was, or five against six. Everybody watches that. Um, the fact that you only have one draw in the NBA playoffs, that's that's some major problems right now, Aaron. I totally agree, Arnie, and I think that this speaks to what we have been saying for a couple weeks. Look, I think there's a number of factors with the ratings being down. One, obviously LeBron's not there. Two, as you referenced, Warriors games are rating really well. They're the team. They're the New York Yankees, the Duke basketball that people either love or love to hate. And everybody else is just kind of meh. And and we've we've we you and I have been on this for weeks. Yeah. Kyrie Irving doesn't get you to a T. He's a star. He's a fun player. But you're not out on a Friday night saying, "Sorry, honey, uh, we got to wrap this dinner up early because Kyrie's playing tonight." Why? Why are we not must watch TV for Kyrie? Why are we not must watch TV for Giannis? Um, two of the best players, uh, maybe top uh, top five players in the NBA. Why isn't it must watch TV for those guys? What I really think, Arnie, is that I do think that it just takes time for America. I think it takes time for the casual fan. Oh, to, oh. You know, I, well, I'll tell you this, Arnie. I was already Zion's must must watch TV for next year. That's a we fair, don't even know what TV's on yet. That's a fair counterpoint. I would say yeah. this. I referenced this a few weeks ago. The lowest rated finals ever was the year that the Cavaliers played the Spurs in LeBron's first finals appearance in two thousand seven. And I think at the time, people were just like, you know, they 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 knew LeBron. Everybody knew who LeBron was, but it wasn't 
like must-see TV at this point. Then LeBron goes to a few more finals in Miami. He has some success. He goes back to Cleveland. Now you got to tune in to see what LeBron's doing. We're at that point with the Warriors. I still think it takes another year or two for the casual fan to say, wow, this Giannis guy is really good. i got to tune in to watch him. Wow, Kyrie's got his own team right now. Yeah, but now. wait a minute. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We don't need another year or two to know that Kyrie's really, really good, do we? And we still don't go ahead and have him as must-watch TV. I mean, if he leads the Celtics, <laughs> but no, like if he leads the Celtics to the finals this year and they play six games against the we, Warriors. But wait a minute, if he leads them to the finals, we're going to watch because it's the finals. If yeah. he was, even if he was hurt and didn't get to play, we're still going to watch the finals because it's Boston and Golden State. Doesn't make a difference if if he was playing or I was playing. The ratings are still going to be the same. Well, and that's what I'm saying though yeah. is that it takes time to build, like, for lack of a better term, like a brand awareness around these guys, right? Like it took. LeBron making however many finals in a row. It ended up being eight. But, I mean, how many until you felt like, oh, this LeBron guy, I got to watch him every single time he's on the court. I got to watch the Heat because they were the Warriors of their era. Love him or hate him, you had to watch. And so I just think with a guy like Giannis, I don't know if Kyrie will ever get there, and we could talk about Kyrie more later. Like, I don't know if he's ever going to be that kind of guy in this league, but I just think it's going to take a few years. It takes time to build that equity with fans where they feel like they have to tune in to see what you're doing. D said, I'm so glad the NBA is in decline. It lacks stars and playoff ratings are down enough to cause fake panic in the majority of sports media. Can't imagine what you guys would have talked about for the last hour and 12 minutes. Stop the hate. Stop the hate, they're saying. D seems angry tonight, man. Um, Yeah. And, I mean, and Mike wants to already, you said that when the horse went wide, you knew there'd be a problem, but didn't think they would take away the win. Well, what else could they do? Uh, but there, is there a penalty that I'm not aware of? Um, they kept saying on the broadcast, you could, um, you know, if it really doesn't affect the outcome of the race and it didn't affect the outcome of the race, you just let it go and, and you just, you know, have, have an official race that um, th- that maximum security wins it because it really didn't affect it. And you just hold it on to that. So Listen, I think that's what they could have done. I'm just saying. You know, we got to get the guys in the back. We got to pull audio. I need to know what maximum security said at the post game press conference. I need to know. What is he, Mr. Ed? That's what I'm saying. I need some justification. What was How that? upset was he after that? Huh? I bet he was all bummed out. All right, you want to get in. Aaron underscore Torres. I'm at Stinking Genius One. Uh, Tom Brady was on Jimmy Kimmel. We'll discuss that a little bit and more in the other series in the NBA when we get back right here on Fox Sports Radio. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only, Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. 
affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. When you're an American Express Platinum card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even, Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. At Farmers Insurance, we know every windshield collision has a unique sound. Beetle. Bird poop. Drone. Seen it, covered it. Talk to farmers. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. Really? Really? I guess we could only do this once a year when the derby goes on. We're America's horse racing uh, post-game Experts. shows. Yeah. Yeah. No doubt about that. Uh, great news, everybody. There's a quick way you can save money. Just switch to Geico. Go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you can save 15% or more on car insurance. If, if, if the Kentucky Derby is no longer must-watch TV, I'm, I'm kind of curious how bad the ratings drop for something like that. Um, because, you know, when I was growing up, women's tennis, men's tennis, the Indy 500, all that stuff, uh, boxing, must-watch sports. I mean, big-time sports. Now they're not even secondary sports. They're, like, gone and forgotten about now, Torres. Yeah, I feel like outside of the NFL, college football, and the NBA. Like, I think everything else is kind of niche at this point, right? I mean, maybe like a major in golf if Tiger Woods is involved. I right, guess maybe. If Tiger's involved, right. But I mean, look, the World Series ratings were down, as somebody alluded to. College basketball, when there isn't a transcendent star like Zion Williamson, is it must watch TV? I think it's really the NFL and college football at this point. I think that's really it. And well, the NBA too. Well, I mean, is there a problem with sports in general? Are people just starting to be disinterested, or is there more ways to watch it? We we used to love our sports, and like I just mentioned now, um, horse racing on the outs, uh, boxing on the outs, women's and men's tennis, maybe the uh, the Indy 500 is not what it used to be. Uh, as you said, uh, baseball, w- what's going on here? Do people just not like sports anymore, or do we just not have time for sports? Yeah, I think it's a little bit of everything. I mean, you know, I I don't I don't have a good answer, honestly. Honey. I mean, listen, first, <laughs> I got you on that one. I'm, I'm not, you know, I don't have that that you know centuries worth of perspective like you oh, do. Oh, thank so. you, thank you. So I don't I don't know what it was like in in the Roaring Twenties when uh you know I don't know if you if you were on a on a on a you know a sidewalk saying extra extra read all about it, but yeah, listen, I I don't have a good answer. Um, it I just feel like the world is so like fragmented and not like in a bad way, just. Everyone's so busy, long hours at work, yeah. uh, more people work more, you know, obviously more people are in the workforce than they were before. I just don't think we have time to watch a bunch of stuff, so I think we always will make the exception 
for Sunday NFL football, a lot of college football, and then with everything else, it's got to be a big event. If Tiger's not in the final round of a, a major, we're probably not watching. If it's not a, uh, you know, a marquee baseball, t- I don't know. I just I don't think that a lot of stuff moves the needle the way that it yeah. Used but we to. don't go for marquee stuff. Maybe you just go to enjoy yourself. You go see a game. The problem is, like, if you're in Los Angeles, you got to count on two hours with traffic. Then you get, let's say, two hour and a half hours of a Laker game or Clipper game, and then another two hours of of trying to fight traffic to get out of there and get on home. You're looking at about a six seven hour day. Um, you know, and, and fighting traffic like crazy. I think people are like, I'll just go home, save the money, look at TVs nowadays. I mean, it feels like uh, it's putting you right there on the court. Matter of fact, you got those, um, what, what do they call that? The, um, you know, where it, you put on those goggles, it looks like you're part of the game, Torres. 3D or? Yeah, 3D or something like that. I mean, they got all kinds of stuff to make it much more enjoyable to stay at home and watch the game. Yeah, but how does that explain ratings being down, though? It explains attendance being down, but what about right. ratings? Um, as, as for ratings, uh, I don't know if it's because there's other ways to watch it. You got tablets and you got your phone and not everybody has cable and you're doing it through this, you know, um, uh, Xbox and this thing. There's so many different ways to watch it. I don't know if they all get caught on ratings or not, you know? Yeah. No, I don't think that's unfair. I don't know that it answers, like, the the fundamental question of, why so few things really feel marquee? Because I, I think you're right, Arnie. I mean, look, when I was a kid, I remember uh, it was a big deal. You still, like you said, you tuned into the Kentucky Derby, the Daytona 500, the Indianapolis 500. Even if you weren't a fan of those sports, you still tuned in. Tennis, you referenced golf. Now I just feel like it's, like I said, we, we watch a lot of the NBA. We watch a lot of the NFL. But you know what? Actually, now that I'm thinking about it, I do think that the sports appetite is still there. I just think it's changed. So, for example, 20 years ago, yeah. the NFL Combine wasn't broadcast. Now we watch the Combine. We talk about the Combine. The draft. Combine has bigger uh, triple the ratings than a NBA playoff game. I was going to say, the draft did like 12 million people on night one. I don't, I don't know about after that, but it did 12 million people on night one. That's like triple, quadruple NBA playoff games. So I think we're still interested but I just think we're interested in different stuff and the stuff that we like, like the NFL, like college football. We like it. Uh, we like every element of it, if that makes sense. Aaron Torres, Arnie Spanier, Aaron underscore Torres. I'm at Stinking Genius 1. LeBron James speaks up. He made his first public comment since Magic Johnson stepped down from the Los Angeles Lakers on his HBO show, The Shop. Of course, that's where you get all the good quotes on that. Johnson said he was stretching before the game against Portland when he was told that Magic had told the media of his decision. Uh, Papa Bear, do you have any quote from um, from LeBron uh, from yes. the HBO show? Let me let me hear that. And I threw him. You found out Magic stepped down through him. Yeah, it came locker room. Yeah, and I found out from I found out from Randy. Between my stretching session, my right hand comes to me and say. Ma- Magic just stepped down. I'm like, man, get the out of my face. You. <laughs> I go check my phone. I look at it. Personally, for me, I came here to be a part of the Lakers organization, having a conversation with Magic. So it was just weird for him to just be like, I'm out of here. And not even have no, like, hey, Bron, kiss my ass, I'm gone. It's not, it wasn't even that. 
Wow. You know, he didn't. He, I, I think he's more upset that Magic didn't even go ahead and bust his chops a little bit, didn't even call him and uh, didn't tell him about the decision. Are you surprised about that or, I was gonna or say, not really? You know who's more upset they didn't get a, hey, I'm leaving? Genie Buss probably, right? <laughs> I know they went right. to dinner and everything's yes, great yes, now. But, uh, yeah, I mean, Magic didn't tell anybody. I'm a little upset I wasn't invited to that dinner also, but that's another story. But you're, you're busy preparing for the Senior <laughs> Olympics or whatever. I, I don't I don't know what you're doing up there in Vermont. But, like, I mean, listen, first of all, I, I get why LeBron was surprised because everybody was surprised because Magic said, I didn't tell Jeannie Buss. I didn't tell Rob Polinka, I didn't tell LeBron. Uh, but, yeah, listen, it was weird the night that it happened. It is still weird. I mean, this is obviously LeBron's first comments on it. But I'm not surprised that he was shocked because we were all shocked that night. He did step down, right? Because I heard him say <laughs> he's still going to help the Lakers and he'll be around. I'm like, that's like saying I'm going to get divorced, but I'm not moving out. We're still going to date and I'm still going to go ahead and live here. I, I, I'm, not, I'm not quite following what's going on in this whole situation, you know? All I've really learned is that he wants to tweet more. I think he wants to hang out. Like, you know, he doesn't want to – I don't know. I think he wants all the – this was kind of my imp- impression, is he wants all the fun parts of the job without right. any of the hard work of the job, which isn't – isn't that all of our dream at some exactly. point? Exactly. You know, sometimes I said this, he just can't put in those type of hours. You know, he's got the Dodger thing to worry about a little bit also. There's there's only so many hours in the day. Plus, I've heard he's got a couple of businesses on the side too. Something I mean, like that, yeah. you gotta have a you gotta have a normal life and and get a little me time as well as all this other stuff. I didn't know how many there was, I didn't know uh, there was enough hours in the day for this guy to do the job. You know. But do you think if if LeBron had never gotten hurt on Christmas Day, they finish with the five seed in the Western Conference? Do you think he steps down though? No, I don't. I, I actually think he sticks around and tries to get that one more piece and try to build on that. I agree. And I think it was – and if you really think about this Lakers season, how insane it was that the the Lakers were in fourth place on Christmas Day, LeBron goes down, and then everything that happened from there. It is pure insanity to really think about. And I think from day one, I've said this since the day Magic resigned, I think he thought the job would be easier. I think he thought it'd be easier to get a second star – Obviously, the Spurs last summer not willing to trade Kawhi Leonard to the Lakers. The Pelicans obviously played the Lakers very publicly. I think he thought this whole job would be easier. And when he realized, hey, everybody's not bending over backwards to help the Lakers, I think that's when he kind of bailed. Um, Roland says, uh, just wait till sports gambling gets legalized on a federal level and you'll see ratings like never before. You think that will increase the other sports uh, if there's legalized gambling all over the place in all all the states? No, I don't think so. I mean, may, I mean, I don't think it's going to hurt ratings for the sports that we care about. But are you going to tune into? Uh, they say the NFL has great ratings because of gambling, also, which is part of it, and fantasy football. Oh yeah, no, I don't doubt that. But I mean, I also think it's really ingrained in like American society to bet on the NFL and college football and college basketball. I don't think it's like ingrained in society to like I'm going to bet on the Masters. So now Masters ratings are going to go up because gambling's legalized. That makes sense. Um, a little bit. We'll get more into that. More into the tweets at Aaron underscore Torres. I'm at Stinkin Genius One Plus. Torres is going to explain to me what the heck's going on with my Arizona Wildcats. First, though. Let's see what's trending with our buddy Steve DeSager. What's going on, DeSager? One thing we got to remember about ratings, but this does not at all explain all of the series that are actually down, the non-Golden State series that are down compared to last year, is that when you have Toronto involved, 
your American ratings are going right. to be lower because Toronto, Canada is not a market that's rated for U.S. Yeah, but they've been ratings. in the playoffs the last how many years in a row, so it should make a difference. For uh, I'm just saying 76ers, yeah. for example, if you compare a year ago when it was Sixers Celtics, they were getting $5 million, and now it's Sixers Toronto, and it's $4 million. So that doesn't explain all the rest, but I'm right. just saying that's a caveat you got to keep in mind. The boxing in Vegas is in round number nine out of 12, by the way. Canelo Alvarez apparently with a slight lead over Daniel Jacobs. And Arnie, I'm watching the Mets game. They've taken the lead. It's 3-2, 3-2. at yeah. Milwaukee. But bottom of the 18th bases inning, loaded. one out and bases loaded, and it's Ryan Braun at the plate. He is 5 for 7 tonight. The rest of his team is 5 for 54. Wow. So this is the one guy that you'd want up if you are the Brewers, and this is the longest game in the history of Miller Park. Brewers with a chance to win it right now. The other game that's going on is in San Diego. Padres came back to tie the Dodgers 6-6. It's now top of the ninth. The Dodgers have bases loaded two outs against the Padre closer Kirby Yates in this tie game in the ninth. In the NBA playoffs, Houston's win was in overtime against Golden State, 126-121. James Harden, 41 points. Eric Gordon scored 30. P.J. Tucker with 12 rebounds. So an overtime win and game fours in Houston Monday night. Rockets down two games to one in this second round series. NHL, Boston up three games to two after beating Columbus 4-3 on a goal with about a minute and a half to go. And in the West, whoever wins tonight is up three games to two. The Sharks at home with a minute and a half left are leading 2-1 in tonight's contest against Colorado. The Kentucky Derby went to Country House after the disqualification of first place Maximum Security, who had been one of the favorites. Country House was a 65-1 long shot, winning after riders, plural, objected. First time that the Derby's first place horse was deemed. <laughs> Cued. Sloppy track after heavy rains today. Country House paid about $132 to win. Jeez. After the 20-minute delay, that is, for review, the stewards agreed that Maximum Security, who'd led for most of the race, had veered out of his path and the final turn off the rail, although Country House wasn't directly affected. By the his way, jockey the sacred... Do we have the vote on that? Was it three nothing or two one? It was unanimous three nothing, including wow. the chief steward. Well, they were discussing it. I didn't like that either. It should have been uh, quite a know. while. Yeah. Well, but they should probably have discussed it among each other. They should have voted without each knowing which way they were going to vote. Probably went twenty minutes because they'd never done this before, taking yes. down the winner off the board. Update: no, but They have taken a horse off the board in nineteen eighty four. Not the winning horse of the, the Kentucky Derby. One, yeah. Not the winning one. Ryan Braun has just singled the right no! two-run score. Milwaukee wins in 18 well, innings. You love doing that to me. 4-3 against the Mets. So Gosh. Ryan Braun goes 6-4-8 for eight in this extra inning game. And yeah. now there's just the one game still going. You know what would have been better is if they just started with a runner on second and this game ended four <laughs> innings ago. Wait, what are you yeah. laughing at? Just... He's like, I'm making that off. No, I, actually, in the Olympics, that is an international rule. Yeah. Baseball and softball. You start a runner. Gosh. If it goes long enough, you start a runner on second base. It's it avoids, third. it avoids 18 inning uh, extra, uh, yeah, you know, regular season we games. To avoid like right now. I would not at all be in favor of it in postseason, by the way. Just for the record, how many so people then, were still left at the game? Two. What, how how many? Rules, oh, plenty. Yeah. How, how many rules do we change for the postseason as opposed to the regular season? I don't think you just make up the rules as you go. Like you either exactly. have to have it or not. <laughs> well, I'm saying part of it is because teams often might play a long game and like this, they get a day game and then they fly out. But yeah. you know how you travel so much in baseball, two and three game series mostly. That's probably the only reason they would cite if they wanted to shorten extra inning games like that. 
and that's not a concern really in the postseason. Uh, last year we had an 18-inning World Series game, but it was on a Friday night. The Red Sox yes. were going to be here all weekend. Dodgers have just taken the lead on a bases-loaded walk in San Diego. Not that I or most people in Los Angeles are able to see this channel, but the Dodgers are up 7-6 against the Pods. Still bases loaded, two outs in the top of the ninth. Earlier, the Cubs won their sixth straight. Boston a 15-2 win at the White Sox. Houston won 14-2 over the Angels in Monterey, Mexico, and Kansas City won 15-3 at Detroit. The guys are back in 10 seconds, but first a word from Farmers. At Farmers Insurance, we know a roof can withstand a lot. One exception being an airborne car. Seen it, covered it. Talk to farmers. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. Boxing's apparently close in Vegas. Middleweight unification bout on the Cinco de Mayo weekend. Mexico's Canelo Alvarez apparently with a slight lead, but it's boxing. You never know. As he goes up against Daniel Jacobs, who was over the limit at this morning's weight check. The fight, of course, is still on, but Jacobs taking a financial hit. Guys, back to you. All right, thanks a lot to Sager. We'll have that winner for you in a little bit when the Sager joins us at about 45 past the hour. Uh, real quick, I want to tell you, we're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Easy to save 15% or more in car insurance with Geico. All you have to do is go to geico.com, or you can give them a call at 1-800-947-AUTO. The only hard part? Well, that's figuring out which way is easier. Aaron Torres, Arnie Spaniard. You can reach us at Aaron underscore Torres. I'm at Stinking Genius one uh, Torres, real. I don't even you can know if you could do this real quick, but get me caught up on what the heck is going on, not only with my Arizona Wildcats, but this whole college basketball scandal. And I guess Arizona's the only team that uh, may have, may or may have not have paid a player because they're trying to take them down. And Arizona put out a, a statement saying that it's incorrect that the NCAA has not opened up an investigation. What's going on here, Aaron? What's happening here? Yeah, listen, long story short, um, the trials continued this week, but all the evidence that was presented was through third-hand wiretapped cell phone calls. Obviously, when the phone is tapped, the people talking don't know, but there is still no proof that Sean Miller broke NCAA rules, that LSU, any of these schools involved. Now, obviously, in some cases, there is proof because some coaches have pled guilty already, including an Arizona assistant coach, a USC assistant coach, et cetera, et cetera. But for all the big headlines that came out this week, there really is nothing new. And I still don't think there's enough for Sean Miller to ultimately be fired. Is there an investigation going on that's going to start now or no? Well, it, it was a little, you know, ESPN, to be frank, misreported this today. They said a new investigation has been opened. Right. There's an existing investigation that started months ago that's still going on. Um, and I guess they just got wind of it right now. But obviously, look, between the FBI and the NCAA, they've been looking into Arizona for years now. And not much other than what has come out at the trial, other than the assistant coach pleading guilty, has come out. So this isn't a new investigation that's going on right now. It is, in, in fact, an investigation. But here's the bottom line, Arnie. Yeah. They investigated DeAndre Ayton when he was on campus. They couldn't find anything. The recruit that was allegedly paid by the assistant coach was eligible this year and played this year. Sean Miller missed that one game two seasons ago, and that's it. 
I don't think anything else is going to happen because nothing new came out this week that's tangible proof that Arizona knew what was going on. What do you have to say about DeAndre Ayton and his culpability in this whole thing? If he did take money. I, I mean, why are we letting the kids, you know, off uh, scot-free? I mean, what kind of person takes money when they know that it could jeopardize the future of all your teammates and your coaches and the entire program? Who does something like that? Well, you know, it is it is what it is. I mean, that's... No, 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 no. It's not it is what it is. What do you mean? It, it's not, that, that's, not, that's not good enough. You, you can't just say, I'm going to take the money and I have no... Uh, disregard or no regard to my teammates, to my coaching oh, stop staff. stop it. What do you mean, stop it? You, he put the whole damn university oh, boo I, The players are the victims here. No, They're being no, used no, like no, tools. Not even that, why, not even couldn't that. DeAndre, why couldn't he wait a couple more months until the Suns took well, Why is your school he, cheating? Why is your school straight? cheating? Well, here's the thing. I mean, if you want to say he shouldn't have taken money, that's fine. But if you believe that story that he was taking $10,000 a month, it came directly from the head coach. Fine, so, but okay. I, so if, blame if, Sean okay, Miller as much as DeAndre that, Oh, absolutely. Okay, absolutely. that's fine. That's fine. Yeah. I don't disagree with that. I, I, I'm, I'm saying absolutely the coach has to take the responsibility. But what about the, the kids? What about their families that go ahead and, and take this anyway? You know, people say, well, if you were offered that type of money, No. Not if I was offered that type of money. Not everybody buys their way into USC. Some people earn their way. Not all athletes take money under the table. Some do. The ones that want to cheat the system do. And I'm surprised we give them a free pass on it. No, it can't happen if, you know, your coach doesn't cheat. So blame the coach. No, no, no. A lot of these players actually need the money. So stop it, Arnie. No, no, no. First of all, I I would take responsibility. I'm not letting Sean Miller or any coach off the hook. Coach whoever. If you're going to pay the players. But he really needs the money. He needs $10,000 a month. Because why? Because he couldn't wait till he got his NBA contract? Well, not only that. I need that much money right now. I'll tell you that. Not only that, but what I would say really quick is – that there, if it was about money, there were professional options for him. Like he could have played professional basketball somewhere. Yes, he could have, and yes, made money. Uh, by the way, made like a million dollars a year, probably. Of course. The by the way, the G League is now offering one hundred twenty-five thousand dollars to yeah. high school prospects. Not a single one has taken it, which shows that most kids still understand that don't going, need the money, and that going to college for a year has value, as we've discussed with Zion Williamson time and time again this season. What couldn't DeAndre Ayton also have signed? Um, not oh, only yeah. played for one year, could he have signed a sneaker deal also? A hundred percent. He could have made way more than ten thousand dollars a month. Of course, if he had decided not to play college basketball. Absolutely, and that's the part that bothers me. Uh, you could reach us at Aaron underscore Torres. I'm at Stinking Genius One. Um, just real quick, Aaron, how's it going to end up for Sean Miller in Arizona? Will he get fired and will they be put on probation? The NCAA is investigating. I don't think Arizona has enough to fire him right now because the bottom line is very simple. If you fire him now, there isn't cause because we don't have proof that he personally cheated. And if you don't have cause, you got to pay him an $8 million buyout. For that reason alone, I think Sean Miller, unless something new comes out here soon, Sean Miller will be Arizona's coach when next season opens. All right, DeSager joins us next with some NBA playoff news, some good stuff you'll want to hear that. Aaron Torres, Arnie Spanier right here on Fox Sports Radio. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. 
When you register with BetMGM, you get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only, Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscored team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscored.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Come on, pick and roll! 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. At Farmers Insurance, we know the sound of a perfect hot air balloon landing. And a less than perfect one. Seen it, covered it. Talk to farmers. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance, Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. All right, we're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. He's Aaron Torres. I'm Arnie Spanier. You can reach us at Aaron underscore Torres. I'm at Stinking Genius One. Let's check in with Steve DeSager. What's happening with the late games, DeSager? Well, the Dodgers have two outs in the bottom of the ninth and a 7-6 lead at San Diego. Kenley Jansen is on. He uh, did get Manny Machado, by the way, who had two early homers against the Dodgers in this one. Runner at first, two outs. 7-6 L.A. in the lead, and the boxing is over. The decision is in in Vegas. It was close, but Canelo Alvarez wins by Ooh. unanimous decision, 115-113. Also on another card, 115-113. And on the third judge's card, 116-112. Alvarez now 52-1 and with two draws in his career. Despite the weight difference. It was only four-pound weight difference, though, wasn't it? Yeah, bigger guy Jacobs coming in, so that's why they had that second weight check this morning after the formal weigh-in yesterday. But Jacobs 35-3 and now. He had won his last three fights since losing to Triple G a couple years ago, and Gennady Golovkin was there and getting booed by the Mexican fans <laughs> in Vegas. This, And, of course, with so many Canelo fans in Vegas, the Vegas books I read had Alvarez at a 6-1 to one favorite by the time the fight started. 
tonight. Wow. So, yeah, that is sizable. And, yes, that long game at Milwaukee is over with Brewers coming back to beat the Mets 4-3 and 18. Arnie, an incredible stat by the stat people. Stats is the company's name. Right. Chicago, Illinois. To be behind that late in a ball game and still win it hadn't happened in the last 25 years in the major leagues. You'd have to go back to 1993 when the Phillies were behind in the 20th inning and still beat the Dodgers. Here, the Brewers gave up a run top of the 18th, and Ryan Braun is the hero in the bottom Gosh. of the 18th with his two-run single. Again, he went six for eight. The rest of the Brewers went five for 54 with 17 strikeouts, and they still won the game. You the Mets, t- I remember the Mets and the Braves had a... 20 inning game, I think it was on 4th of July weekend. Oh, back in the 80s. Yeah. The, the Rick Camp game. Yeah. Gosh. So the fans that were left were still waiting for the fireworks. It was 4th of July, and the game ended at 4 in the morning, and they let off the fireworks. Boy, the neighbors <laughs> were not happy about that. And was there any positional uh, players pitching today or no? Oh, that's a good that question. Point. You know, I didn't. Yeah. I didn't look at that, but no. Probably used a lot of pitchers, that's for sure. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much all of them. By the way, for the Dodgers have Friday night fireworks. It has happened multiple times because they're located in a neighborhood. The Dodgers, well, of course, it used to be a neighborhood before the stadium was there. But if the game goes to 11 p.m., they cancel the fireworks show. You just, you win or lose and you go home and people boo, but they won't let off fireworks after 11 p.m. at a They got time, though. They got time. Uh, Yeah, this is in San Diego tonight. I'm talking generally on Friday nights when L.A. is home. That has happened multiple times. You've talked about basketball ratings. Yeah. Uh, If you can get for a hockey playoff game, three or four million, like some basketball has, they'd be doing backflips in the hockey offices. But but also the NBA playoffs are getting like a third of the rating of a draft. So it's all relative, right? Like people get mad when you say, oh, well. How is hockey compared to basketball? It's like, yeah, but also Third look of at Game bas- of Thrones. Yeah, look at basketball compared to one, the NCAA tournament this year, but two, the NFL draft. Like, it, you know, it's all relative, is all I'm trying to say. So, well, it'll be larger once we get to the finals, obviously. Hope but so. NHL playoffs so far on all the NBC platforms, it's under one million per game. For the postseason through Jeez. Tuesday. Now, the Boston, when they got upset Tuesday, the Boston game was 1.6 million, and that was actually the largest cable audience they've had in the postseason for hockey wow. so far. In fact, kind of like how Golden State is the gold standard for ratings in the NBA these days, right. the Boston Bruins this postseason have five of the top six rated games so far in these playoffs. So they put the Boston game after the Kentucky Derby tonight. We'll see what it did. And of course, there was that controversial ending to the derby with country house at 65 to one being declared the winner it finished second but the first place horse maximum security was disqualified that's bogus absolutely bogus no it's a rule it's a good rule to avoid the pileups and he did drift into two other horses way yeah that's never happened before not into country houses way that's the thing that's exactly all right thanks a lot to sager Two hours are in the books. Power hours coming up next. You want to get into the power hour? You can tweet us at Aaron underscore Torres. I'm at Stinking Genius One. Bernie Fratto live from Warhouse, Las Vegas. Going to join us at about 20 past the hour. Got a lot of Vegas stuff to ask him. So that's coming up. Get ready for the power hour. Uh, Aaron Torres, Arnie Spanier, right here on Fox Sports Radio. All right, everybody, it is the power hour of the show. He's Aaron Torres, I'm Arnie Spanier. We're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 
Did you know that 15 minutes could save you 15% or more in car insurance? What do you have to do? Just visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. Coming up in about 20 minutes live from Las Vegas, Bernie Fratto will kind of give us a handle on what's happening out there. The Knicks 16-1 to for next year, so maybe they know something we don't know, and we'll kind of clear up this whole Kentucky Derby and what people bet. We'll talk to Bernie about that also. So that is coming up at about 20 past the hour. Like I said, if you want to get a hold of us, Aaron on the score, Torres, I'm at Stinking Genius 1. We'll go back through the games. Uh, the Rockets win. They're now down two games to one. More and Kyrie and Kevin Durant. People are asking why uh, Kevin Durant wasn't given the ball late in the fourth quarter. We'll touch on that. Tyron Lue may be the new head coach for the Los Angeles Lakers. That also coming up. A um, couple things. I want, I want to read one uh, tweet real quick. That said, This is from D. Uh, that said, LOL, Artie wants um, athletes to wait for their money, but it's okay for some rich white donors to start collecting their money once the athlete steps on campus. Talk about hypocrisy. Players make the money and fat cats get rich. WTF. That doesn't even make any sense. Doesn't make sense. Uh, what, 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 what rich white guy is getting rich off some kid? Going to that school, it's not like he gets money in his pocket from it. That, yeah. that doesn't make sense whatsoever. What my stance on yeah. on players taking illegal benefits in college sports is always this: like half the half the audience thinks, hey, you know, they got it good. Half of them think they should be able to get more. My only thing is this, Arnie: is it's like getting a speeding ticket, right? It's very simple. You may think it's dumb that you have to not go faster than fifty-five miles an hour, right? But if you're going 75 and a 55 and the ref and the police officer pulls you over, like you're getting a ticket. And so should these guys be paid more than they are? And by the way, they get a check every month. So don't tell me that they're not paid. They get a check every month. Should they be able to earn more when they're in college? Maybe that's a debate. That's another conversation. But if you do break the rules, there are punishments. I think it really is that simple. How about if I said to you, I will give you something under the table, but if you get caught... You'll get fired. I'll get fired. Yep. Um, and all the talk show hosts at Fox Sports Radio Monday through Friday in the weekends would get fired also. Exactly. Would, would, you, would, you, would you think twice before you would do something like that or what? And in this analogy, there is an alternative to getting paid above the table. DeAndre Inc. Absolutely. First of all, we now know that starting next year, the G League will allow high school players to enter the G League and earn $125,000. People, right. Nobody talks about this. No high school player has accepted that. So for all the boo-hoo these college kids have, it's so tough. They're being offered money to pay on Amer- play on American soil. None of them have accepted it. Uh, in DeAndre Ayton's case, he could have gone overseas, as you alluded to earlier. He could have gotten endorsement figures. If the number that we believe that was reported is true, that he was earning $10,000 a month, not even earning, he was getting $10,000 a month, he could have made significantly more than that by doing it above the table. Listen, he didn't get caught while he was there. Good for him. He's a millionaire now. He deserves every penny he's getting with the sun. Absolutely. But if, if you get busted when you're in college, you got to face the punishment. Absolutely you do. And I, I think, you know, we let the kids off because they're like, oh, the kids need the money. Zion didn't take money. Uh, um, from Murray State, uh, Jay Morant didn't take the money. You know what I mean? There's a lot of kids that play by the rules well, that don't take the money. And I would t- I would say this, too, is that everyone that's so critical of college basketball, Zion Williamson made so much money 
by playing one year at Duke. As I've referenced a million times, and I know our buddy— He increased his brand is what you're saying. Yeah, as I've referenced a million times, our buddy one neck half a brain is going to tell me I'm wrong, (laughs) but he's wrong. Zion was projected as the third, fourth, fifth pick in the draft coming into the season. R.J. Barrett was the consensus first pick. Yeah, but that's not why he made all the money, because he went from third to first or well, fourth first of all, to first. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. First of all, that's $12 million. I looked it up. From the difference between the first pick to the fourth pick is $12 million over the course of a rookie yeah, contract. Yeah, but that's so, nothing oh, compared to— okay. That's six figures. That's Yeah, but compared to figures, the tennis shoes and your brand and global and all so, that, that, and that's I'm what talking I'm billions. Saying. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Just from salary for playing basketball, Zion Williamson just made himself $12 million by not taking money to go to Duke. Right. And right. that doesn't include what you just said, Arnie. He's probably going to sign the second biggest shoe contract ever for a rookie behind LeBron James. I think LeBron made about $100 million. Maybe it'll be more than that. I don't know. But the point is, he has made so much money by spending that one year at Duke. It was obviously beneficial to him, as I said a minute ago. What- I bet you Zion could have been in the new Space Jams movie if they wanted to go and pay. I don't know how much those guys get paid for that, but I bet you it's a pretty penny. Well, yeah, I mean, LeBron is having trouble getting guys in there, yeah, right? I right, can't, exactly. Can't anybody in with him, so I don't know. I'm, I'm sure he could uh, finagle his way into that movie also. There's a, there's a lot of things you could do um, if you're in dire need of that money. There's no doubt about that. That's And, and look, maybe I'm a little more, more upset because I went to the University of Arizona, and I hate to see my uh, university get put on a, a situation like this. All right, um, if you want to get in again, Aaron underscore Torres. I'm at Stinking Genius 1. Uh, the Rockets, they win. They beat Golden State, and it is now two games to one in favor of Golden State. Uh, a lot of people are asking, uh, what the hell happened down the stretch? Why wasn't Kevin Durant giving the ball when he had 41 points, and they kind of shied away from him? Um, you know, we're on the air. We're doing the show as we're watching the game. I don't know if they, you know, not purposely, but I didn't notice they were – Icing him out, for lack of better terms. I didn't see that he wasn't getting the ball, Aaron. Yeah, I mean, look, um, in overtime, he finished with five points out of the nine that Golden State scored. Well, I think it was more down the stretch in the fourth quarter. Like Daniel says, thinking genius, explain why Kevin Durant isn't also getting any help from the two best shooters in the league. He's out there by himself. Um, Stephen Clay are also hurt, too. Well, uh, let me ask you this, and I don't know that it's – I don't know who the team is that's going to beat them. But the thing that made the Warriors so dangerous the last two years is that KD is phenomenal, but that it really was a cumulative team effort. And I really do feel like this year, this season, it's KD. Every time they need a big bucket, they go to him. As I referenced, he had 46 points tonight. Um, he had He's had over 40 in three of the last five games, over 35 and four of the last five games. Remember when Golden State started this run, it was their big term was strength in numbers. Right. Like we have all these guys. It does feel like Golden State is now skewing towards Kevin Durant has to do everything, doesn't it? Yeah, but when Michael Jordan scored more, was it more than 40? They had a losing record. Why should Kevin Durant have to score more than 40 That's when, he has two of, yeah, when he has two of the best shooters uh, in the NBA, but they are hurt a little bit. Let's take the fact that they both have sore ankles, right? <sighs> you know, I mean, every time Steph Curry has a bad game, somebody's there to say how injured he is. I mean, you know, sometimes, like, he played well the other night. Nobody was saying he was injured. Like, it's just, it is unbelievable with that guy. 
that when he ever when he has a bad game, everybody is in such a rush <laughs> to defend him. You think we're making excuses for Steph for what? A little bit, yeah. I mean, you're a super. You're supposedly a superstar. Uh, Kevin Durant shouldn't have to do it to himself to the point that our listener just referenced. Yet there was Stephen Curry, 7 for 23 tonight from the field, 2 for 9 from 3. And missed slam dunk at the end wide wide open. That would have cut it to 126, 123 mm-hmm. with about 20 seconds left, and they could have fouled immediately. Exactly. And so, listen, I don't know what it says long term. I still think the Warriors are the overwhelming favorite. I wouldn't be worried yet if I were a, Warri- a Warriors fan. But it is a lot to ask Kevin Durant to carry this much of a burden every single night. And if the Rockets win game four, tie this thing at two games apiece, then is it something to worry for the Warrior fans or no? I would say so. Yeah, two to two. Because then I think you can make the argument, which I know that you made earlier, Arnie, is that especially game one, but if you look back at those two first two games of the series, they were close final scores, and game one really could have gone either way. And so now you're talking about if, in theory, the Rockets were to win game three and game four, they obviously just closed out game three tonight. Then you're talking about, well, the Rockets could be up three to one rather than it being two to two. Then I think you worry, but I'm I'm not worried yet if I'm a Golden State fan because they had a chance to win tonight. Bad performance from Clay and Steph. I think they could have won otherwise. Aaron underscore Torres. I'm at stinking genius one. Are you one of the people that buy into the fact that if, Golden State wins it this year, that Kevin Durant will stay up with the Warriors and and come back and try to get another championship, and that if they don't win it this year, that he'll be gone to New York, or it doesn't make a difference how far they go this year? I don't know, Arnie, because here's why, and I know you disagreed with me early, but I think this has become Kevin Durant's team, and I think there was this notion that as long as Steph Curry was there, it's always going to be Steph's team. He's been there from the beginning. He was the first guy drafted, blah, 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 blah. That may be true that he'll always kind of be the quote-unquote face of the team. But Kevin Durant's a star. And it is Kevin Durant's team. And as I said, everything does run through Kevin Durant. He had 46 tonight. And as I said, 40 points or more in three out of the last four games. I don't think he needs... I, I think that for so long this season, we kind of felt like no matter what he did in Golden State, he was always going to be overshadowed by Curry. Now I think we're like, oh, this this Kevin Durant guy's awesome. It doesn't matter where he plays if I'm Kevin Durant, I stick in Golden State. I'm sorry to say it, Arnie. I know you're a Knicks fan, and I just keep piling up championships. Yeah, but but for all this, you know, it's it's, it's his team, it's Steph's team, it's his team, it's Steph's team. But yet, we all know it takes about three plus guys, three superstars, and that fourth guy to win you a championship. So does it really make a difference whose team it is and who's the face of the team? Is it is it that important that Kevin Durant is known as the face of? The Golden State Warriors, does that change anything? Well, I think, in, and I, I don't know if you agree with me or not, but I think the the general consensus, is, it still is, and I think it's changed over the last couple of weeks, but that, oh, KD, he only joined the Warriors because it was an easier path to championships. And so I think that's the whole reason why KD is privately, he won't say it publicly, but I think we all think he's thinking this way privately, that he has to leave and do it somewhere else without the Warriors because there's always going to be this tarnish on his quote-unquote legacy because he joined a 73-win team and that's when all his success started. I don't necessarily know that I believe that for the reasons that we're talking about because of the fact that he's been so good in these playoffs, because of the fact that he's a two-time finals MVP already. To me, I think just keep winning in Golden State. I think you'll be fine. But I think it's the legacy thing that's pushing him towards somewhere else, probably New York.
Michael says, stinking genius, I believe Curry and Clay tonight uh, didn't have their legs and after a certain point just coasted. Look at Curry's last 20 seconds on the court, walking off only down by three. What? Enough said, pretty weak what? effort overall by three of the top ten players in the world. Well, I don't disagree it was a weak effort. Why wouldn't Curry have his legs, though? They had three days off since the last game. Yeah, it, it's, they're playing like two games in a week. I don't know why they wouldn't have their legs there. And they don't travel very much at all. Yeah, I think the... Um... I think the rock, uh, not the Rockets, uh, the uh, the the Bucks and 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 Celtics, Celtics. I think have played twice yeah. since Golden State played last. <laughs> so like, if Curry didn't have his legs, that's on Curry. I don't know what he's what he's doing in his free time, but he needs to have his legs. Exactly, uh, Aaron underscore Torres. I'm at stinking genius one. Uh, if you want to go ahead and get a hold of us, coming up next, we go live to Las Vegas. We talk to Bernie Fratto. See what's happening out there. We'll find out. What is the uh, official uh, changes in the Kentucky Derby? Who won the big money and who almost won the big money? That's coming up next right here on Fox Sports Radio. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only, Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Smart journalism. Fascinating topics. Words that describe CNN's podcast, The Assignment with Audie Cornish. We are revisiting the public school culture wars. What have we learned from the kids who fought against book bans? We really started the club to get students reading these books. Students have an opinion in this fight, too. How has the war over books sparked a backlash to the so-called parents' rights movement? It's not okay what they're doing, and they're being watched. Listen to The Assignment with Audie Cornish. Streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billie's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da-da-da-da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Come on, pick and roll! 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. At Farmers Insurance, we know every windshield collision has a unique sound. Beetle. Bird poop. Drone. Seen it? Covered it. Talk to farmers. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. 
All right, good evening, everyone. Aaron Torres, Arnie Spanier, right here on Fox Sports Radio. You can get a hold of us at Aaron underscore Torres. I'm at Stinking Genius One. By the way, Discover alerts you if they find your Social Security on any one of thousands of risky websites. It's free for card members. Just sign up online at discover.com slash free alerts. Limitations do apply. All right, I want to go ahead and get right out to our guest joining us now. And he comes on right after us, so I always love that. It's straight out of Vegas. Our buddy, Bernie Fratto. How you doing, Bernie? Arnie, Aaron, just when you think you've seen it all, yes. you see something new. <laughs> I, work with, I, I work yeah. with Arnie Spanier, so I see something new every episode. But. <laughs> Bernie, good. let's start with the Derby. Uh, first of all, were you surprised that there was the inquiry? Were you surprised that they uh, made the change to, at the winning horse? Extremely, Arnie. Uh, in 150 years, it's never happened. There has never been a winner disqualified. There was a situation in 68 after the fact with a horse and the LASIK drug, but that horse didn't win the race. And this was fairly well dramatic. I mean, 120,000 mint juleps, a betting handle that topped 150 million, the greatest two minutes in sports, followed by 18 minutes of angst, uncertainty, confusion. And then history. All of a sudden, if you had, you know, the right horse that ended up winning, a $2 bet paid 133 So needless to say, wow. Arnie, I was extremely surprised. And I'll tell you, one of the reasons, this is why it's so hard to handicap these things. Track conditions fall under four categories, fast, good, muddy, or sloppy. And they didn't downgrade it to sloppy till about 45 minutes before post time. Right. So if you were smart enough, and I, did, I don't bet horse racing, but if you were smart enough to make a wager, Maximum security was the right play. It's a horse built for those conditions. He'd won five of five. Just a few weeks back at Gulfstream, maximum security had won by six lengths on an extremely muddy track. You had the right horse. You had a terrible result. Mm. But, you know, the stewards, they have this duty to make the decision whether you like it or not, and they ruled by the letter of the law, and we know who the beneficiary was. All right, so dumb question. I know you're not a horse racing handicapper, but was it the right decision? Uh, by the letter of the law, yes. Uh, but it's more nuanced than that, Aaron. I think this mm-hmm. is, if this was a you know Tuesday afternoon out of Pimlico, and by the way, there are inquiries all the time. Right. There are objections all the time by other jockeys. In this particular race, there were two objections, and most of the time they're not overturned. And there are worst egregious offenses where they weren't overturned. And I think what bothers me most was this wasn't intentional. And, you know, the stewards, I'm not sure that they saw anything because this wasn't an inquiry. It was an objection. So that's my long-winded way of saying I think, unfortunately, it was the right call. Why did it take so long? Well, it didn't, Arnie. My moles told me that they all made the decision collectively within the first minute. And then they ruminated for the next 17 minutes, double-checking, triple-checking all the angles, and I don't think they wanted to cast the illusion that uh, they made a hasty decision. So money-wise, this was yep. obviously, listen, everyone on social media claims that they had maximum security. But but what <laughs> what was it? Uh, Arnie, claim, Arnie tells me this was the first winner he's ever picked in his life. I don't know what to believe with that, <laughs> that man anymore. But in the sports books, in Vegas, what was the reaction? Well, the reaction among betters was absolute flabbergast, flabbergastation. I just made up a new word. I can't come yeah. up with a word. But <laughs> they made but up a I new ruling on the spot, so it's okay. I went to high school the full six years. I'm no dropout, you know. 
<laughs> Look, here's the thing, guys. I think there's a misconception that the books were really hurt by this. Let me explain. Yeah. Here in Las Vegas, and that's it's not true. The Vegas books really weren't hurt by this, but I'll explain. I'll break it down. In Las Vegas, horse racing involves paramutual betting, and paramutual betting is a system in which all the bets of a particular type are placed in a pool, and the house takes a flat 18% off the top, and then the payoff odds are calculated by sharing the pool with all the winning bets. The bottom line is the winner is merely taking a portion of the pool, which is already established. Now, paramutual betting, that system is used in horse racing, greyhound racing, high lie. The key is there, it's only, you'll only see it in events where participants finish in a ranked order and the, 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 the event itself is relatively short duration. Now, there were matchups, okay, right. and I'm going to get to that in a minute, Matchups don't really move the needle enough to impact balance sheets. For instance, if you had Country House, he only had one matchup. It was against Master Fencer. Country House, you'd lay a buck fifty. Country House would have won anyway. Master Fencer finished sixth. But right. I am hearing from my moles that some of the offshore books really got killed because they have liability in what they call their fixed odds pools. And in fixed odds betting, the better knows the odds they get when they place the bet and the odds shift. For instance, if you got up this morning and went to your offshore account and you bet country house, you probably got them about 30 to 1. If you bet them closer to post time, you probably got them about 65 to 1. Wow. I understand some offshore bet books really took it up the tookest. Now, a couple of other things, <laughs> because this really did affect betting here in Las Vegas. I'm going to explain why. There were three key props. Yeah. Heading into this uh, event, guys. Will there be a triple crown winner in 2019? Yes was plus 500, no minus 700. Well, if you're holding a, a no ticket, you're dancing in the aisles. You that bet horse you isn't going to win the triple crown. The other thing, two props were, will the Kentucky Derby win the Preakness? Will the Kentucky Derby winner win the Preakness? Yes, plus 260, no minus 320. Keep that ticket safe. I think it's very safe. Same thing with the Belmont. You get the picture. So... This really did affect, I think, obviously, not only some futures bets, but also the payouts. Because if you were cool enough or smart enough or lucky enough to bet an exacta, a $2 exacta today paid 3000 because Country House won. And a $2 uh, trifecta paid $23,000. Wow. $2 to make 23000 Do you know any personal stories, friends, or um, com uh you know, anybody that went ahead and, and profited or lost money because of this? Uh, I, can't I can't really say I do. Uh, I know. Uh, no, I, I really don't. The truth of the matter is the, the horse racing handle isn't really that big here in Vegas. And I know there were some huge bets placed on Canelo tonight. But, uh, no, not so much with the horse racing guys. I want to switch gears, uh, and I want to do this for my partner, Arnie Spanier, Nick's. Ooh, Sixteen yeah. to one, we What's saw. What's that about? Yeah, Ar what, Arnie. Arnie's already rushed to the window. Unfortunately, <laughs> he can't gamble. He's just going to every window and giving him his money. Uh, what do you make of the Knicks at sixteen to one to win the twenty twenty NBA title? Well, the Westgate put out those odds today, and to give that some perspective, the only other three teams in the East that have better odds are the Bucks at nine to two, the Celtics at seven to one, and Philadelphia ten to one. So, why wow. would the Knicks be sixteen to one? Like Sleepy says, they're just simply being smart. It's all about managing risk. They want to limit their exposure. They want to get out ahead of it. If you believe your moles, and my good buddy Rob Parker and I talked about this the other day at length, his moles are telling him, he's got good moles, that Durant's on his way to New York along with Kyrie Irving. So stay tuned. 
Wow, I can't wait for that. Now, uh, of course, the draft not too long ago. Any of the NFL numbers change uh, because of the draft? You know, Dolphins picked up Rosen. Did the win-loss total change because of that or anything like that? No, there there have been virtually no changes. The only change I've seen was the Dolphins going from five wins to four and a half, and that's before <laughs> Rosen got there. Next week, guys, I'm going to do a feature on NFL odds to make the playoffs, not just, again, there are odds to win your division, there are odds to go to the Super Bowl, and there are one-loss odds. There are also playoff odds, and this is important because, remember, in 2008, New England went 11-5. and They didn't make the playoffs. But in 2010, Seattle went 7-9, and made the playoffs, and that's when Beast Mode was born. I'll give you a little teaser. You yeah. can get the Chiefs right now, plus 400, not to make the playoffs. I'm going to fire on that bet, guys. Wow. No more Kareem Hunt. I think Tyreek Hill's a problem. No Spencer Ware, Kelvin Benjamin, Chris Conley. They've got a tough schedule. What goes up must come down. They already had a suspect defense, and they lose Justin Houston, D. Ford, and Eric Berry. I think I'm going to fire on that bet. Last one for me, uh, Bernie. This one kind of is under the radar, but you're, gonna, you're the perfect person to ask. On Friday, the NCAA, mm-hmm. you know I'm a college basketball guy, NCAA yep. changed a rule. For all of time, the NCAA would not allow sport uh, states that had sports gambling legalized yeah. to host events. So Final Four, college football playoff, etc. That was lifted yesterday, which means, in theory, Vegas could one day soon host a Final Four college football playoff. What is the buzz in the city? I have to imagine people are ecstatic. Yeah, We believe it's long overdue. Uh, as you know, Aaron, because you come here a bit of time, We've already got the Pac-12 tournament, the WAC tournament, the Mount West Conference tournament. There's five or six postseason tournaments already. Vegas is the perfect venue. I foresee a time in the future when, I don't know, maybe way in the future, where Vegas hosts everything from the Sweet 16 all, all the way in. Bring it in one venue. Everybody wants to be here. It's, the, it's becoming the center of the universe. He's Bernie Fratell, the name of the show, straight out of Vegas, coming up right after us at the top of the hour. Bernie, when we come to Vegas, lunch on you, my friend. I can't wait. (laughs) I think that's an offer you can't refuse. I'm all about it. (laughs) You got it. Take care, Bernie. Bernie Fratell coming up at the top of the hour. Stick around for him straight out of Vegas. I feel like we're missing out that we don't live in Vegas. You know what I mean? I I really feel we're missing the boat on that one, Torres. We should be moving there. Well, I will say this, Arnie. I got some bad news for you. Yes. Three weeks from tonight. Yes. You are riding solo. Maybe you're not riding solo. You're riding Torres free because I will be in Vegas a special weekend celebrating the end of my freedom as a man known as a bachelor party. Wow. So three weeks wow. from today, I will be there. Oh, I right, will we'll not be reporting for duty that night, Arnie. Yeah, well, I'll tell you what. Uh, do the Lakers have a coach? I want to touch on that. We can talk about your bachelor party also. That coming up next. But first, we'll check in uh, with the Sager one final time to see what's trending, what's going on the Sager. Fight in Vegas tonight. The announced attendance at T-Mobile Arena, 20,000-plus, so full for the middleweight unit bout, which was won by Canelo Alvarez, a close but unanimous decision over Daniel Jacobs. Alvarez, 52-1 and with two draws in his career. AP said he was a 5-1 to favorite by the time the fight started. LA Times said it was 6-1 to favorite for Alvarez by the time it started. The Kentucky Derby went to Country House after the disqualification of first place maximum security. First time the Derby's first place horse was DQ'd. The winning riders uh, not only objected, there were a couple other jockeys that objected as Country House paid about $132 to win, a 65-to-1 long shot, sloppy track after the heavy rains. 
And the stewards agreed that Maximum Security, who'd led most of the race, had veered out of his path in the final turn off the rail. Even though the second-place horse was not affected, his jockey saw it all. How do you get that job? All. I want to be a steward. <laughs> There's every other job that comes up on this show. You, I want to have that job. I want to do that. Country House takes the Derby. And Houston down two games to one in the NBA playoffs, winning their game in the second round series tonight in overtime against Golden State 126-121 James Harden 41 points Eric Gordon scored 30 PJ Tucker had 12 rebounds for the Rockets game four of the series Monday night Steph Curry was seven of 23 shooting in the loss missed a dunk with 20 seconds left and Golden State down five didn't even bother to foul the last 20 seconds Kevin Durant 46 points in defeat he had six assists and no turnovers Draymond Green with a triple-double. And a note on a game tomorrow. Raptors forward Pascal Siakam is doubtful for Sunday's contest at Philadelphia with a bruised calf. He's been averaging 23 points a game this postseason. Philadelphia leads two games to one in the series. Siakam was called for flagrant foul when he stuck out his leg and tripped Joel Embiid last game. That that apparently is what injured his leg. So if he doesn't play tomorrow, I guess that's exactly what that is. You need to make good choices. And with True Car, you've got a star in your roster. So when you're ready to sell or trade in your car, check out True Car. True Cash Offer not available in all areas. Boston Bruins up three games to two after a late goal beats Columbus 4-3. San Jose up three games to two after edging Colorado 2-1 tonight. The two long games in baseball, the late games, Milwaukee in 18 innings comes back to beat the Mets 4-3. Ryan Braun, the game-winning two-run single, he went 6-for-8 at the plate. And the Dodgers got a bases-loaded walk top of the ninth to win at San Diego 7-6, even though two more homers, three and two nights for Manny Machado, the ex-Dodger. But L.A. takes this in the longest nine-inning game in Petco Park history. That Brewers win was the longest game in Miller Park history. A note on the Red Sox win after this as we're back to the show in 10 seconds. First, a word from Farmers. At Farmers Insurance, we know a roof can withstand a lot. One exception being an airborne car. Seen it, covered it. Talk to Farmers. We are Farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance, Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. The Red Sox led 14-0 in the fourth inning, wound up beating the White Sox in Chicago 15-2. The story is... Against the White Sox starter, Manny Benuelos, well, he retired the first eight Boston batters, and then a long rally started with two outs in the third. In fact, Boston got 10 straight hits off the same pitcher before he was pulled. It wound up a nine-run third inning. The major league record is still 11 straight hits off whoever's pitching in one (laughs) inning. That was by Colorado at Coors Field in 2010. That game, they batted around three times in an eighth inning, got 12 two-out runs. But this, 10 straight hits before the manager finally pulled the pitcher. Boston wins 15-2. Wait a minute. 10 10 straight hits, and you said that's not a record. What's the record of? Is 11. Well, then how did Fernando Tatis have two grand slams in an inning? No, this is consecutive batters getting a hit. Oh, okay. Literally, they batted around, and then even the 10th guy in a row got a hit tonight for Boston. You would have to have... At least 10 or 11 guys come to the plate for Fernando Tatis to have the two grand slams, though. Off the same pitcher, yes. Yeah. About 20 yeah. And years right, ago. You're always off the pitcher. All right, yeah. thanks a lot, the mm-hmm. Sager. Um, by the way, we're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. All you have to do is go to geico.com, or you could give them a call at 1-800-947-AUTO. And the only hard part, well, that's figuring out which way is easier. By the way, why are we giving Steph Curry a pass? Um, because of his lousy last couple of games. Is it because Golden State's up 2-1, to one, or do we always give him a pass? I don't believe 
that, uh, listen, I don't ever give Steph Curry a pass. I think this guy gets so much benefit of the doubt from the media that covers him. I think a lot of it is because he's a likable guy. He's a family man. His kids are always around. Oh, you can't criticize Steph. I mean, his daughter's so cute. Well, I don't know. I feel like this guy gets a pass for everything. When the Warriors have struggled in the playoffs, it is when he has struggled historically. Kevin Durant has exceeded him by far as the most important player in this organization. But even as great as Kevin Durant was tonight, Steph Curry wasn't there for him. And if you're an MVP caliber player, like everybody claims you are, one of the two, three, four best players in this league, you need to be better than Steph Curry was tonight. I think he finished, what, 9 for 23, 7 for 23, 2 for 9 from 3. You got to be better. You, you uh, simply me, have to. Let me ask you the question that, of course, you can't answer, but I'll ask it. Anyway. I have let's an say, answer for everything. Well, let's say Kevin Durant does go to the Knicks, but suppose he left to the Knicks this year. Um, would you say that uh, Clay, Steph, Draymond Green, um, I would pick the Rockets over Golden State 10 out of 10 times if Kevin Durant was not on this team right now? You'd pick the Rockets over Golden State. 10 out of 10, and I don't think Golden State would win the championship if they didn't have Kevin Durant. Yeah, no, I don't think that's unfair. I mean, I think all of those teams in the East, it makes it that much easier, whether it is the Bucks, whether it is maybe the Celtics, although in theory, if Kevin Durant's in New York, you would think Kyrie is too. By the way, do the Lakers get that second piece? Do they get Anthony Davis? Point being is that if you take Kevin Durant off this team, I think Golden State just comes back to the pack. I think they're one of the handful of good but not elite teams in the NBA. It was funny. I was watching this game tonight, Arnie, with Gascon, uh, David Gascon, the update producer who was in from earlier today. The Warriors were so revolutionary when they started with this three-point shooting and everything that they do. Now everybody plays like them. The Rockets shoot more threes than they do. The Bucks shoot more threes like they do. So I don't think it would be like it was three, four years ago before Kevin Durant got there. I think they'd be just another really good team, but not elite, not head and shoulders above everybody else. All right, I hope I do this justice. Okay. I'm sure I'm going to botch this up, but um, Jason McIntyre had this stat, so you may have to look it up if I do botch this up. Um, he was saying, he was doing analytics. Uh-oh. He said a Steph Curry wide-open three-point shot is considered good for 1.6 points. Does that make sense? A Steph Curry wide open three. So is on good, it. Okay, yeah. It's good for 1.6 points. Does that make sense to you? So basically he shoots a little over 50%, right? Does okay. that make sense? Yeah. Uh, something to that effect. They said a Giannis slam dunk is worth two points because he really doesn't miss slam dunks. So, sure. And then they said the best play in, in the NBA in basketball – James Harden, when he shoots a three and is fouled, that's worth 2.6 points per attempt. Interesting. That's interesting. I'm not sure how to break that down. So are they saying that the three-point shot is still? Because a wide-open Steph Curry shot's only 1.6. A contested James Harden foul on a three-pointer is worth 2.6. Yeah. So I'm not, I'm not sure exactly what they're saying, that the three-point is good or it's bad, because Steph Curry's the best three-point shooter, I thought. Well, I would always think, if it, if you're a good shooter, yeah, I would always think that getting fouled is going to result in more points on average than even a wide-open three, because even like you said— Yeah, but you're not, I, I didn't say he made it. I just said he got fouled on the three-point attack. But you're going to get three foul shots, and I feel like if true, you're, if true, you're right. a good— Yeah, and I feel like if you're yeah. a good— 
uh, shooter, you're going to hit on average 66%. You know, you're going to hit two out of three, you know, every time you go to the line. Right. Whereas, as you said, even a great three-point shooter like Steph Curry, at best, what are they shooting? 44, 45% from from the three-point line. I know it's a little bit higher maybe if you're wide open, but how many wide open shots do you get a game? So, yeah, listen, if in theory – and by the way, this is why – Game one ended the way it did with James Harden kicking out his feet because there is value in getting fouled yes. on a three-point shot. By the way, it happened in the Final Four, too, if you remember. So the point I'm trying to make is, is yeah, if you can get fouled, it's great shooting three Yeah, point. but th- just don't foul then. I would say don't foul. Give them – I mean, don't give them the three, but stand there. I mean, it's giving them an advantage when you foul them, obviously. It's worth almost a whole point more when it's said and done over somebody that shoots a wide open one. Well, and this has been the debate since the end of game one on Sunday afternoon is all of this situation now with the NBA. And it's, 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 you know, trickled down to college too, where you have these guys kicking out their legs and what is the landing radius and how much space do you actually deserve as a shooter? Should you be able to come down a little bit ahead of where, you know, like all the stuff that we spent all this time talking about. And I do think, by the way, it's something the NBA kind of has to look into in the offseason because end of game one, James Harden thinks he got fouled. But if you see where he landed, where he kicked his feet out, it's like you can't just kick your feet any which way trying to get contact. At some point, you have to actually try to make the jump shot, you know? All right. You can get a hold of him at Aaron underscore Torres. I'm at Stinking Genius 1. Oh, and by the way, do the Lakers have their coach, Ty Lue, uh, an NBA championship caliber coach? You know, I, I'll be honest. I don't know if he would make any more of a difference than a Jawan Howard or a Steve Kerr or for me if I was coaching or a Luke Walton. I, I don't know if it's going to be that much of a difference other than he's really good friends with, with LeBron. Yeah. The only difference <laughs> – no, it's not. Uh, the only difference that's going to be made on the Lakers is can they get a second superstar caliber player this offseason, whether it is through free agency, whether it's through a trade potentially for Anthony Davis. They need that second guy. And Ty Lue – I don't know if you remember Arnie. Yeah. He, he didn't have LeBron to start this season. And yeah, he got fired. Remember, we used to we criticized him too in the NBA championship when he did have LeBron. Oh yeah, no, and I mean, look, coaching LeBron is is a gift and a curse. You have the best player, second best player, maybe on the planet, depending on how you feel about him versus KD, whatever. But it does come with a lot of pressure. And yeah, I mean, he won the championship that first full year that he was on the job, and then the last two years they obviously struggled. So. It's one of those deals. Everyone's going to make a big deal out of it. I don't really think it matters who is coaching the Lakers. I think it just matters, can they get that second guy? Let's get to our picks. That's coming up next. Aaron Torres, Arnie Spanier, right here on Fox Sports. Right here on Fox Sports. At Farmers Insurance, we know the sound of a perfect hot air balloon landing. And a less than perfect one. Seen it, covered it. Talk to farmers. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. All right, great news, everybody. There's a quick way you can save money. Just switch to Geico. Go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you can save 15% or more in car insurance. He's Aaron Torres. I'm Arnie Spanier. The show doesn't end just because we're off the air. You can always get a hold of us at Aaron underscore Torres. I'm at Stinking Genius One. Give us a little music, Papa Bear. Put us in the mood. Let's get to our picks. And uh, let's go ahead and start at the top, my friend, where I think tomorrow the Boston Celtics get by Milwaukee in game four, Aaron, and that's going to propel them to win that series in seven games. And that means they're going to have to win game seven on the road, but I think they do it. Give me the Celtics in game four, 
and the Celtics to win the series in seven. We got to get a bet going here, Arnie, because I think the Celtics are cooked. I don't think Kyrie is a superstar. He has struggled in these playoffs being the guy. The Celtics were better without him last year. Something is not right with this team because the Celtics clearly have more talent. They've struggled the last two games. I think Milwaukee wins this game. I think they win the series. And I think there's a lot of question marks with the Celtics going into the offseason. And then ratings plummet when Milwaukee gets on him. Let's go ahead and go to the Golden State Warriors and the Houston Rockets. Rockets win today. They're down two games to one. They'll play game four, I believe, on Monday. I think they take game four. They're a two-point favorite. I love the Rockets, minus two. They'll even this thing up at two games apiece. This series is going seven. But you know the Warriors are going to win this thing at seven. So I think it's going all the way, but I'm going to go with the Warriors in seven. I think, as I've said for two hours now, two and a half hours, I think there's a lot of positives to take out of this game if you're the Golden State. No, you didn't win. But Steph Curry, who we've been very critical of, 7 of 23 from the field, Clay Thompson, 6 of 16. You get an incrementally better game from either of them. The Warriors win tonight. I think they know. Just clean up a thing or two, hit a couple more open shots, you win this game. I like the Warriors not only plus 2 on Monday, that line open at minus uh, Houston minus 2. I like the Warriors plus 2. I like the Warriors straight up. All right, uh, let's get to Toronto and Philadelphia. They'll play tomorrow. Um, I think Philadelphia are going to go ahead and win the series. Who am I BSing? Uh, they're going to be too tough. Toronto just doesn't have the manpower. Philadelphia playing some great basketball right now. I like Philadelphia to win and take the series. I'm with you on this one, Arnie. Uh, Philadelphia is the better team. They have better players. They have four kind of all-star caliber-ish players, if you include Tobias Harris. Toronto has Kawhi and not much else. You add in the fact that Pascal Siakam might not play tomorrow. Bad news for the Raptors. Philly wins tomorrow. Philly wins the series. And coming off that quadruple overtime victory, Portland leads Denver two games to one. They'll play uh, tomorrow on Sunday night. Matter of fact, I like Portland to win this one. They're a three-point favorite. I know everybody's taking Denver, but I'll take Portland minus the three. And they win the game, go up three to one, and they'll capture the best of seven series in this one. I don't know how Denver recovers from last night. I mean, you're on the road. You lose in quadruple overtime. I just don't know how you bounce back after that one. Jokic played 65 minutes. It's a lot to ask him to come back on less than 48 hours rest. I think the Blazers win tomorrow. They wrap up the series pretty quick. Wow. There you have our picks. Do them as you please, but remember, they're strictly for entertainment purposes only. Uh, Let me thank the crew, Papa Bear, our technical director. Uh, Was Eric Roberts our producer? I don't even know if we had a producer today. I don't think I spoke to him in like a a month. And Steve DeSager uh, on the updates. Remember now, coming up in just a few minutes, straight out of Vegas, Bernie Fratto. We'll give you the Vegas perspective. And Torres, you know he's going to have a lot more to say about the Kentucky Derby. He'll be breaking that down uh, like absolutely crazy. Big uh, plans tonight or what? Uh, I'm going home and going to bed, Arnie. There you, wow. I'd be going out partying if I were you. Uh, Bernie next here on Fox Sports Radio. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds. It was shocking. I have to know. What were they thinking? 
backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very slow. all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. There's plenty to celebrate in March. And ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. At- 